Blog Talk Radio.
judgment comes upon the law. No time to waste, run to the cross. Drunk for lies of this age. Feels too smart to believe. Trade their future for the lust. Blindly passion, they call you to join them. Fall into the order that Satan has designed. Men getting ready to sell their soul for a chance to receive his mind. Father, thank you, Father, for bringing us through the little power outage. It's turned into a big power outage and all that kind of stuff. And thank you, Father, for all the opportunities that you have laid before us to be able to recognize that the times that we are in right now are custom designed for us, and we may not completely understand them. Um, we may not, um, you know, be, be always comfortable with the amount of time that things are taking to unravel. But we praise you because we are able to see the dimensions beginning to merge together. We're able to see a lot of supernatural signs and the sun and the moon and the stars and things like that, which are just incredible. Um, photographs of not just two suns in the sky, but in some cases even four. Um, Father, we just want to thank you for the days that we're in right now. We want to praise your holy name because we know that for some reason you have chosen us to be a big part of it. And we pray that you will touch us and anoint us, Father God, with a spirit of trust and also a spirit of courage, uh, Joshua 1, 9, so that we're able to, uh, and wisdom, too, uh, that we're able to, you know, kind of take it easy, relax, not become discouraged, not become, you know, full of ourselves and too, you know, depressed and things like that, but also to, to recognize the, the glory behind uh, all the things that you have placed before us to help us to understand um, so much, so much more than our predecessors, our, our, the prior generations were um, privy to, uh, much more motivation and understanding of the supernatural, much more motivation and understanding of the things in the Olivet Discourse. Father, we are never, I don't think we're ever completely full enough of dismay 
uh, wondering why so many more of our fellow brothers and sisters are not seeing the things that we're seeing. But praise God, we are looking at things from a global perspective and with, um, you know, an understanding that comes far, far beyond that which uh, typical churchianity and even the church leaders in the United States even understand. They don't understand these things. They see bits and pieces of it starting to unfold. They're pointing to it, which is really, really good uh, in some cases, Father. But we just thank you for uh, positioning us in a place where we're able to see um, all the different uh, contributors, all the different, we're able to literally check boxes from the Olivet Discourse and the Six Seals and, and track where we are now, albeit moving slowly, uh, certainly subject to uh, uh, dynamic changes that may occur in accordance with your judgments, um, you know, that will be well chosen and well placed if you do so, you know, we expect them. We expect the Cascadia subduction zone event. We expect more weather events. We've just been warned that there's Oh, not exactly a real happy thing for me, but uh, that they're expecting a really uh, El Nina-driven uh, hurricane season this year, and they're getting all the weathermen and women are getting very sparked up about it, and of course to the expense of those of us who are right in the path of such things. But nevertheless, Father, we we recognize that these are the kinds of things that we're going to be going through. We do recognize that uh, the the well, it's just a matter of time before things are you know we don't know we don't know what your plans are i mean it's just and we know that you don't want us to know we we know that you want us to know the bits and the pieces but it's the glory of god to conceal of the matter and the glory of kings to search out a matter proverbs 25 verse 2 and father we're going to continue to search we're going to continue to watch out the window we're going to continue to look at all the things all the threats coming from the various uh, entities the tares uh the demon seed that are walking the face of the earth um there is so much darkness father and we just praise you for it because it to those of us who have taken the thousand milligram red pill it helps to keep us at the ready so we just give you all the praise and honor and glory and lord jesus we love you we love you father we love you we love everything about you we love your universes we love your dimensions we love everything everything and every possibility we know that ruling and reigning with jesus is not just sitting back on a on a, a big comfy chair in some uh thomas kincaid mansion in the country uh uh in in the uh, sub- suburb as uh, uh brother odin hetrick put it as in the suburbs of heaven we know this and we know that that what awaits us is so much more grand than we can ever possibly wrap our heads around even today and we just thank you father for for revealing so many of these things you know whether whether there we know that there's always going to be a margin of error we know that whenever we adventure down you know take a, take an adventurous course down uh a sanctified uh the, the the great list of sanctified possibilities uh it just excites us all the more we don't expect to be 100 percent correct but we do praise you for the things that you have shown us and help us, helped us, yes, along the way, praise God, to be able to see where they align with the scriptures, uh, maybe, you know, with the help of others in some cases, and then also to be able to tie it back to the 66 book canon, praise God. So we just give you all the praise and honor. We thank you for helping us to understand what it is we're up against to be wise as serpents. And we praise you, Father, for keeping us busy tracking these things as they unfold. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, Father, uh, I will also add in Jesus' name, please. As Daniel said in Daniel 9:19, do not delay. And in accordance with Matthew 18:19, where two or more are gathered on earth, 
please, Father, count us worthy to escape these things that are about to come to pass and stand before our Lord Jesus at the wedding supper. We pray that we are all, all of us, are going to make the barley harvest. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God. Hey, this time I remembered to press the fade button. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, so um uh spent a lot of time uh, answering a lot of questions um associated with the dropout that we had. Uh there was a two uh localized and significant two uh I don't remember it was thousands of homes that went uh out blackout blacked out. So I called Terry Hill. We got her scheduled back up for uh this next Sunday, so we're we're able to Hustle that in, praise God, and that's exciting. Um, and um, it it does happen. There is a weak substation nearby here, and I hope they doggone, you know, upgraded appropriately. But knowing how the economy is right now, I'm not going to hold my breath, I'll tell you that. But um, no, I don't think it was some kind of a gigantic attack from de- the devil or anything like that. I think it was an unfortunate uh, consequence, and uh, it is incredibly ironic. And for those of you who have not signed up for the uh, emails, I, I wish that, you know, look, if you're not computer literate, please don't be shy. Just send me an email at jbaptist777 at gmail.com. You can write it down. And, um, you know, just give me your, you know, say, please, you know, put me on the email list. And I'll, I, you know, I, I might be pretty busy because I'm getting I just got assigned to this insanely huge company. I thought the last one was big. This one's 
48 different countries. Can you imagine that? That's a pretty big company. But anyway, um, anyway, praise God. So I don't want to take too much time going over all that. But if you do send me an email or, you know, just, you know, also at the um, – now, just you know, I know we have a lot of folks that are just not comfortable with computers and just not comfortable with things like that and finding websites and kind of get lost when they're trying to find like the Stanley Fraudsham prophecy. And oh, the other one I wanted to mention, but I never got around to it, was um, David Hogan, Faith to Raise the Dead. David Hogan, just like it sounds, Faith to Raise the Dead. Okay, go to YouTube and find it. Um, I don't think you're going to find it on one YouTube. It'll probably be a series of nine of them or something like that, but you'll find it and just watch them in order. Uh, that was when David Hogan was up in um, the panhandle, and it's absolutely amazing. You've got to watch that. So Bill Weiss, 23 Minutes in Hell, absolutely must watch. Um, uh, uh, Angelica Zambrano, Prepare to Meet Your God. Try to find the one that doesn't, you know, that just has the little, uh, I don't know what they call them, but you know the English text underneath, uh, subtitles, and then um, uh, and then you got to watch David Hogan, Faith to Raise the Dead in its entirety. It will get you so I don't know how to say it. I mean, you will be so pumped, so pumped, and you'll learn a lot. You'll learn a lot, and it may come in very, very handy for the days that we have ahead. Um, now, I know there's a lot of you who are having struggles with health and things like that. You're a little, maybe a little bit older than you know others or just been through a rough life or whatever the case is, and you'd very much like to just get out of here. And, I, and you know what? I totally relate to that. I totally do. Um, so we are watching for those things. We are praying always to be accounted uh, worthy to uh, escape all these things that are about to come to pass. We know we're in the fig tree generation. I do not agree. I'll be frank. As, you know, I'm going to be very forthcoming about this. I don't, you know, I appreciate that other people have opinions, but I don't agree with them. I think the data is overwhelming. And if the data that they're looking at is not comprehensive or they're looking at things that are you know, skewed um, and believe in certain things. Uh, well, you know what? There's going to be a lot of opinions out there. And, you know, opinions are pretty popular. All right. What I'm looking at are facts, figures, the fig tree generation, knowing where we are in the Bible. We see the things, the pestilence, the famine, um, all the things that Jesus warned us about. They are in progress. God is not going to rewind the clock. There isn't going to be no reprieve. Okay, it's just not going to happen. There hasn't been a single reprieve yet. We had the, um, the biblical blood moon, impossible biblical blood moon tetrad of September of 2020, uh, 2015. And then shortly thereafter, many people are very ignorant about this. They have no idea that it occurred. I know intimately that it occurred and talked about it frequently. We had a 343 impossible, mathematically impossible blood moon uh, pattern, uh, the sign of the Lord, which occurred at 2019, which is most interesting because that was when they were launching the pandemic, which really kind of kicked off the darker part of the times that we live in right now. If anybody thinks that the World Economic Forum or, Forum or any of this kind of stuff is going to go on a reprieve or they're going to take a vacation, you're not paying attention. I'm sorry. Whoever it is that you're listening to or whatever the case is, you're not paying attention. Now, I know that God reserves the right to change his mind and to relent, but I have not seen one sign of that, not one. Yes, it's moving slowly. 
Now, do you think the Cascadia subduction zone, if that were to collapse, would delay anything? I don't think so. Now, would it be a judgment of our father? Oh, yes, definitely. Um, Now, does Satan and his minions have the ability to manipulate the weather? Well, I say we all know yes, and what's fascinating is that aligns with Second Thessalonians chapter two: power, signs, and lying wonders. Okay, you know you have to understand the whole story. Arthur C. Clarke is famous for saying, "Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable, indistinguishable from magic." Okay, all right. So the things that we see are, that are happening when we're when we're staying. You know, very in tune. Now, now listen, we're going to, you know, we're going to occasionally have guests come on the program and they might, might have different feelings about things. And that's fine. That's fine. Um, and I'm not I'm not going to like, you know, get into a debate with them about it on the show. If they want to believe what they want to believe, let them believe what they want to believe. You know, that's fine. But, um, you know, I will say this. If a guest comes on this program and derails the timeline that I'm laying forward. And, you know, Obama being the Antichrist, which was something my mother told me when I was 10 years old, which was part of a, ser- a series of two prophecies, which have one of which has come true, incredibly true, unbelievably true. The other of which is absolutely confirmed by hundreds of prophecies, dreams and visions and more to come. More people are even saying so. Anybody tries to derail that, they're on their own. OK, because you're outgunned. <laughs> I don't like that term, but you're definitely uh, out, out uh, you know, you've got hundreds and 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 thousands, really thousands, probably tens of thousands of believers across the world that are believing otherwise. And I believe they're correct. OK, we are on the last rows. The question is, how long are they going to last? We don't know. But every single thing that we see happening in Second Thessalonians 2, every single thing that Jesus talked about in, in Mark 13, Luke 21, uh, Matthew 24, every single thing that is talked about in Revelation chapter 6 is happening right now. Nobody would debate it. Nobody would debate that the third seal financial collapse is about to happen. Nobody would debate that that uh, Russian is the red arm. Re- Russia is the red army. Nobody would debate that. Not, nobody would debate that we're heading into World War III. If they would, I'm like. Man. But anyway, um, I'm not going to get into all that, um, but I will say that um, I'm going to try to start doing – it's very, very hard to bring guests on this program because there are people out there that don't have the background. They don't – they have their background. They do, and they believe what they want to believe, and they believe whatever they believe that the Lord is showing them. Okay, and that's fine. Um, But when I see someone come on a video and they say, look, you know, this particular saint, you know, had a lightning bolt hit them and it knocked the halo off of their head saying that they're not holy. And I'm thinking you're referring to the Vatican. I'm like, dude, you're like hundreds of years late. Okay, so we're dealing with the last pope. We've uh, I don't even want to get into all of the evil stuff going on at the Vatican and the fact that they they take horrible, horrible things that they do in the basements and the catacombs of the Vatican. They're just unbelievably evil. And most people don't understand these things. Most people don't understand the things that are happening right now. They don't get it. They don't quite see it. They know that it's abominable, but they somehow figure out a way to adjust things. And I'm, I'm not about adjusting things. I'm about letting God be God. And looking around like we were told to do through the prophecies, 
but I can play it for you if you need to hear it. I play it. Um, I played it before, but it was Brother Dan. I paid very, very close attention to it, and God said through Brother Dan, who I think is one of the most crystal clear hearing people of the Lord, one of the best uh, prophets I have ever heard. I have never heard Brother Dan of God's Healer 7 be even slightly off target. He has always been absolutely on target. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And I have a prophecy of him where the Lord spoke to us, spoke to all of the people, the ones that are willing to listen and accept it and to receive it. And, um, and uh, you know, it, the Lord said, pay attention to the events. It, it was, it, you know, without going and playing the whole thing, which is about two minutes long, it essentially basically was admonishing us to stop with the calculations and all the things that we try to do. I mean, we can do it. It's okay. It's the glory of God to conceal the matter and glory of kings to search out a matter. It's no, there's nothing wrong with trying. But we got a rock solid. Well, if we go back to uh, Hal Lindsey. And if we go back to 88, you know, reasons why, you know, the rapture is going to happen in 1988. Then we have, and don't even get me going on Harold Camping. God bless his sweetheart. I mean, I got to tip my hat to that guy. He kept on uh, praising God and uh, doing family radio even after that event. A lot of people wanted to, you know, sink his boat and, and, and say negative things. But people who understand will never judge. People who judge will never understand. And I tip my hat to him because he was out. I think he passed away when he was mowing his lawn. But he never quit serving the Lord. For he who takes his hands off the plow and looks back is unfit for the kingdom of God, Jesus said. Praise God. All right. So anyway, um, on that note, kids, are you ready? All right. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, um, just so you know, you know, if this. So so here's like kind of like a rule of thumb if you're a live listener. There there are things that happen during live shows that can't be recovered from, unfortunately. Now, if I was recording, you know, um <clears throat> on another platform that was censored, um and having to watch every little word I say and blah 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 and all that kind of stuff, then in in those technological architectures there is a lot of resilience. In the technological architecture that we are using here with Blog Talk Radio, it's not that resilient. So, And it's also a hub-and-spoke configuration. So I'm located in Tampa, but Blog Talk Radio, which is hosting, which is the electronics behind this program, other than what I have here in the Golden JIB studios, that's uh, Jesus in broadcasting, praise God, um, is... It's remote, so it's a hub-and-spoke. I'm located in Tampa. The central system is located up in uh, up in New York somewhere, or in one of the five provinces of New York City. Okay, Manhattan's only one small area. It's probably Brooklyn or something. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. And you don't really know for sure exactly where their data centers are. But anyway, um, and then the callers that call in are calling from different parts of the world. We've had people call in from South Africa, from the United Kingdom. Tonight, Brother Robert Vandurius Mitchell will be joining us from Wales, which is, you know, we Americans just think of Wales as, you know, the United Kingdom. But it's not. It actually has its own history. It's actually its own country, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, you look at a map and it just looks like a little blurb, you know, on the southeast side of uh, the United Kingdom. But anyway, um, but it has a lot of history. 
So anyway, I'm not going to get into all that, but I, you know, and that's just a, a small example. We've had people call in from Australia. We've had people call in from all over the place. Praise God. Um, a lot of them are kind of moved on, you know, uh, maybe with Jesus by now. Because um, we've been around a really long time, praise God, praise God, and it's a uh, it's a powerful blessing. And um, you know, I know a lot of people uh, really do love to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Everybody's flawed. There are things that every single guest that comes on this show believe that I don't agree with. So when you you know, and, and you know, maybe not every single, but you know, some. And it's it's okay. It's no big deal. You know, as Jesus said, they, the unbelievers, will know you are followers of Jesus by how you show love for one another. So because I have a guest on the show doesn't necessarily mean that I agree with every single thing that they believe. You know, and, and different guests have different callings, too. And nobody's perfect. Everybody makes mistakes, especially me. Praise God. So anyway, um, but I, but what I do now, as much as I possibly can, is I try to back what I can. But if you're not, you know, if you haven't come from the background that I've come from, if you weren't raised in the charismatic, Holy Spirit, tongue-speaking, going out in the Spirit, uh, baptism of the Holy Spirit, um, prophesying three times with the interpretation of tongues, you know, if you weren't born in that sort of, you know, casting out of devils, uh, you know, uh, chasing poltergeists out of people's houses and things like that, that's how I was raised. So to me, you know, living a Christian life without speaking in tongues, living a Christian life without the baptism of the Holy Spirit, living a Christian life without believing in prophecies, living a Christian life without believing in prophecies, dreams, and visions, and, and, and also recognizing that, you know, that God relents. You know, recognizing that God is very dynamic. But I'm watching closely, and so far, not one single person. I see people on Twitter. I see them. They think there are people on there that actually believe that some of these evil ones are going to be taken away. Has never happened. I dealt with this back in 2012. I dealt with this back in 2012. We had a guy by the name of Benjamin Fulford who was always out there, you know, telling everybody that the Pope is going to get arrested and Hillary Clinton's going to get arrested and they're all going to be thrown in Guantanamo and all this other weirdness. And I kept on telling people over and over again because he would keep on going out and listening to this guy. And I kept on saying, no. It's not going to happen. I do not care if, you know, Glenn Beck's got it right, don't you, Glenn? Come on. Nothing happens. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody pays for a thing anymore. So as far as I'm concerned, this is the only sound you should be hearing when you hear somebody say something like that. Or this one. Perhaps this one. But in some cases, you might hear... You're good. Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. All right. Praise God. So, um, you know, I will do what I believe the Lord has called me to do. I will stick to that which I believe. Um, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, because we're all going to be wrong. Anybody who thinks they're going to the marriage supper is going to get some big old golden, uh, you know, globe, uh, golden Jesus award at the, you know, for being right all the time. You got another thing coming for sure. All right. Well, you know, we'll all be fortunate if we get a bag of Andy's candies and Tom Horn doesn't eat them before we get there. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I can't resist. I love Tom Horn. I, I love Tom Horn and I'm jealous of him. I wish I could be up there with him right now. 
I don't understand. I'll, I will tell you this right now. If you send me something and say, hey, this believer, you know, is moving away or setting up, um, you know, do, you know, is moving out of the city or they're running. I don't know what to call it. I just don't. I'm not into that. It, I walk in faith. I trust the Lord with all my heart, lean not on my own understanding, and always acknowledge him, and he will direct my path and make it straight. I do not have to worry about whether or not I need to leave this place. God will make it very evident. He will slam shut the doors that I have open now, and he will open wide the doors that I need to walk through. I don't have to sit there and go, please, Heavenly Father, uh, you know, I need to hear the, that still small voice. I need, you know, Isaiah thirty twenty one. you will hear that voice. In your, look, I've already gone through all that. The Lord has put me in situations that other Christians probably wouldn't even have survived. And I praise him for it. It was very hard to go through it. But I, I have never told the whole story. And let me tell you something. I know what it's like to have your car guided by the Holy Spirit to a place that is absolutely impossible. And there's no possible way I could have been taken to that place if the Holy Spirit. And all I was doing was driving the car saying, Holy Spirit, guide me. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, guide me. Thank you, Jesus. And the wheel just turned. The wheels of the mm, keeps on turning or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I did not make a wrong turn. I didn't go around the building. I didn't make a left and then come around and do a loop-de-loop. -loop. I went straight to the impossible place, which was to the person who was going through the trouble. The Lord told me to go get this individual, and I went. Didn't want to, but I went. I have been there, done that three, three ways this Sunday. Okay, so to me, going out in the Spirit, that's not a big deal. That's how I was raised. You know, if people didn't go out in the spirit at a church service where I was at, something was wrong. <laughs> okay? You know, so to me, that's just part of the, you know, normalcy. Okay? Praise God. I'm, I'm sorry, but I, that's how I was born and raised. I was born and raised in a miracle-filled church where people were getting knocked over with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues every single week. Hallelujah. Anyway, so, um, and uh, boy, I could, oh man, I, you know, yes, Brad, I hear you thinking out there. Come on, Johnny, re-record re your entire testimony, include the last four, five years or whatever. Yeah, it never seems to end. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And that's a good thing. All right. Now, we got to mow our way through a fantastic amount of information. Here's a good thing. We don't have a lot more tonight than we had when the power went out, okay, because not really all that much has changed. It's a couple of things that happened, but nothing tremendously life-shattering. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I, I rifled through all of the news. I've been keeping my eye on it. There were a couple of things I added, but nothing, you know, like, wow, that's amazing. All right, kids, are you ready? Kids. Why should you be leery of artists? Because they're a bit sketchy. <laughs> they're a bit sketchy! They are a bit sketchy. Everyone I ever met, well, I never really met any. Well, my mom was kind of an artist, but she wasn't sketchy. Now, she was very predictable, <laughs> to say the least. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Why do I avoid highways in the winter, kids? I don't like getting the cold shoulder. Kids? What? Well, hey. Uh, oh, oh, I get it. I get it. 
I get it. Yeah, you only want stuff that's like kids' jokes and not stuff that you have to be able to drive a car to. Right? Is that what the whole deal is here? Oh, come on. None of you are old enough to drive a car. That's just too bad. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Oh, for crying out loud. We got too much news for these shenanigans. Spanky, put down the sign. Put down the sign. Don't even bother showing it to me. I don't even need to see it. All right, kids. Why was the painter hospitalized? It was due to too many <laughs> strokes. Come on, kids. You can work with me on this one, can't you? <sighs> wax on, wax off. All right, praise God. Now, let's see. If the um, EMP, okay, first I got to set you back. I got it real quick. Remember that there was an event. It was all over the news. It was it was everywhere, and they said there was a serious threat to the United States national security, and they told everybody in Congress. It was all over every single news outlet. And then after much to do, well, first and foremost, I'm here to tell you, they will never, never do that. So you already know that that was bogus, okay? If there is truly a national security event, they will never, A, tell all of Congress, ever. B, they will never tell all of the news agencies. And C, you will never know it. Sorry, that's just how it is. And so when you know these things, because you have military training, you look at it and go, ha-ha, this is bogus. And it is. And, he, and um, it's not to say – and here's the thing. I am not all trusting of Putin. Oh, I think he's got an evil streak in him that cannot be quantified. Okay? Um, but I'm not going to get into that, especially when you get into a war footing. You can't trust anybody uh, except Jesus. All right? Praise God. And the Bible. So when you see the things that are happening around the world and they're lining up perfectly with the things that are spoken of in the Bible, what will happen, Jesus? What will be the signs? You know, and then, he, oh, my gosh. Make yourself a checklist out of Second Thessalonians 2. Make yourself a checklist out of the Olivet Discourse. Make yourself a checklist out of the Revelation chapter 6. It's all in progress, folks. God's not going to turn back the hands of time. Sorry. Anyway, um, globalists are preparing for an EMP attack to blame it on Russia. Now, remember, Russia's the boogeyman. Russia's the boogeyman. Now, here's the thing. The war dynamics that are occurring right now are encroaching very, very far, very far on what is – we've crossed the red line with Russia anyways. And then when you take it to, to Lebanon, when you take it – to bombing uh, natural gas pipelines right in the middle of Iran, which we did. Don't They can blame it on whoever they want to blame it on. It was the United States of Babylon the Great. It was the pentagram. It's not a pentagon. It's a pentagram. Anyway. Okay, so anyway, let's listen to this. This is Alex Jones' uh, commentary. I can't play the whole thing because it's really, really long, but I'll play at least the very beginning of it. Um, it's his commentary regarding um, the secrets of the Russian space-based nuclear lasers exposed. And now, um, he correctly identifies it as a false flag. And here we go. A nuclear-triggered EMP false flag to be blamed on Russia? You bet your ass they are. 
an artist's projection of the president's vision. Banning into space, a layered defense to protect the country from nuclear devastation. U.S. spy satellites would watch the world below, detect Soviet missiles blasting off, compute the position and speed of each missile, alert battle stations in space on Earth. Is Russia developing nuclear-powered lasers? Are they deploying them in space? And the answer is undoubtedly yes. But guess who was doing this even back in the 1970s and had perfected it by the 1980s and 90s? The United States. And as usual, everybody's running around, even mainstream media governments, acting like they don't know what's going on to scare the public when there's a very clear history of exactly what's going on with the United States, Russia, China, and other governments. All right. Praise God. If we didn't have gazillions of other things that we need to share with you tonight. Um, but, uh, you know, if you do have a Twitter feed, all you got to do is look for Alex Jones, uh, you know, and uh, just type Alex Jones in the search bar and it, you'll, you'll be able to find it. He's wearing a green shirt and he's sitting in front of a, a global map. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So you'll find it. All right. Um, and if not, uh, well, sorry, I wish I could sit beside everybody and teach you tricks on searching for things, but I Unfortunately, got a day job, and, you know, it is what it is. And I praise God for that. All right, thank you, Jesus. Brought to you by my day job and, uh, and the new version of Tide. <laughs> right, kids? <laughs> All right, praise Jesus, hallelujah. So the Kremlin calls the United States reports a trick to approve the Ukraine package. So there's a lot of he said, she said, blame it on Russia, everything Russia. I even have a little, a funny little cartoon that, uh, you know, this is going back years and years and years. They've been doing this. The Russia being the boogeyman has been, been, you know, and all this denial about the swastikas in the Ukraine and the bio labs and all the creepy stuff and them cutting children up like piglets and all these other things. Folks, this is a very evil country. Adrenochrome, please. I mean, come on. The stuff that they're look. If you're really, really looking, you will see it. And you need to be wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove. Unfortunately, you might have to stumble across a couple of things you wish you hadn't seen, which is my job. All right. Now, um, but anyway, um, there's some really dark stuff out there. So be careful what you do. All right. Praise God. And if you do stumble across something that you wish you could unsee. If you pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke that which I saw, and I pray that you will purify my eyes, purify my mind, take it away from me in the name of Jesus, and wash it by the blood of the Lamb of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. And um, it might take you a couple of days or a couple of times of praying like that, but it'll go away. You'll forget it. All right, it'll wash it away. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right, next thing up is that there were explosions, interestingly, not too long after the, because we're really antagonizing Russia, much more than people realize, much more than people realize. Most of it's not, Russia's not talking about it for smart reasons, and neither are we for smart reasons, for the same reasons that I told you about earlier. All right. So anyway, um, there was breaking news where an explosion was reported at the Russian Space Agency's rocket engine plant in Siberia less than a day after the Republicans voiced concerned over space-based nukes. So, again, um, you know, 
It's all part of setting up that stage, that, that, that choreographed stage of false flag belief systems that they want us to embrace so that they can pit everybody. But thank you, Jesus, that we, our citizenship is in heaven. We are commanded in Colossians 3, 2, to keep our mind stayed on things above and not on things of this world, because we are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people that are brought out of the darkness and into his marvelous light, verse Peter 2, 9, thank you, Jesus, okay? That's who we are. We are not friends with the earth, James 4, 4, or else we'd be adulterers and adulteresses, because if we are friends with the earth, we are at enmity with God. That's a pretty serious, uh, tall order there. We have to recognize who we are. Stay out of it. Praise God. Give him all the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Focus on Jesus. Tell Jesus when you wake up in the morning, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. There's life and death in the power of the tongue. Hallelujah. And that will just infuse the love of Christ. Because where's Jesus? Is he over there? Wait a minute. Is he over there? Wait a minute. Is he at the right hand of God the Father? Wait a minute. It's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. Wow. Wow. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Thank you, Jesus. Is that Ephesians 3.20? I think so. I don't know. Maybe not. I, I think it is, but I have to go back and refer. Fresh my memory. I don't, I'm not doing the, the prayer vigil. I'm doing this all from memory. All right. Uh, also, take note that Israel has started major bombings in Lebanon right now, which, by the way, is a major catalyst and a red line for Iran. But who's surprised? Who's surprised out there? Shouldn't be surprised. Please don't be surprised. It's a lot more complicated than we think it is. All right. Here we go. Action from uh, the uh, Israeli Air Force or IAF uh, bombing strategic locations in uh, to take out, you know, theoretically Hezbollah and Hezbollah uh, stockpiles of munitions. All right, and of course, one of the things that we don't hear an awful lot of, which by the way is a st- absolutely standard war tactic. Okay, I am trained. I am trained. They make you go through this stuff when you're in the military, and one of the things they don't want to disclose their losses, because it only encourages the enemy. And so, you know, have there been United States ships that were sunk by the Houthis? Probably. Um, Are they ever going to tell us? Probably not. All right. But we don't know for sure. You know, and and CENTCOM certainly not going to. No one's going to give anybody credit for anything. All right. All right. Now, anyway, that's just how it is. Now, interestingly, there was an emergency alert system that was tested in several cities. Now, I could play the audio, but you're not really going to hear much. I'll try it, but I doubt you're going to hear very much, except a couple of people talking in front of a TV. The eight remaining nuclear missiles will strike the following locations in the next 15 to 20 minutes. Los Angeles, San Diego, Chicago, Houston, Phoenix, 
New York City, Philadelphia, and Seattle. Within a 300-mile radius of these areas, everyone should seek out a fallout shelter as soon as possible. Nuclear fallout is a byproduct of nuclear attacks. What in the fuck is going on, though? It will almost certainly kill you. Look, I just decided I'm freaking out now because I looked it up on YouTube. I looked it up on YouTube because the girl was playing. Anyway, they, they eventually figure out that it was not actually occurring. However, this is broadcast completely across their television. They were pretty freaked out by it, as anybody would be. And it is, it says, emergency alert system. It has, it says all the things that you just heard it say. Well, if you heard it. Uh, basically, it says that Los Angeles, Chicago, Houston, Phoenix, New York City, Philadelphia, and Seattle have all been nuked. Uh, watch out, warning, there will be nuclear fallout. It's, it was an exact duplicate of, of what you would expect to occur, even if it was the manifestation of uh, the uh, uh, Jericho TV series where they were ground-based. Okay, so we are expecting ground-based nuclear attacks to occur across the United States of Babylon. Praise God. All right, um, next headline up. Thank you, Jesus. All right, wait a minute. I didn't play my intro. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, I gotta play that. your Governor Abbott announces plans for an 80-acre base of operations. So that's continuing to ramp up down there. Um, I really... I don't know if you heard it very clearly. I can try to see if I can find it. It's hard when you got terabytes of information. And uh, hold on just a second. Radio shows. Did I put it there? I think I put it under, was it videos? It should have been under sound bites. So um, let's see. Russian footage. There's no place matched. I'm going to have to hunt for it. I know I have it on the on my cell phone. But anyway, um, when you listen closely to what the live mic revealed when the entity that refers to itself as Biden was talking about sending the F-15s down to Texas, in the very beginning he said, we must not allow them to stop us bringing military-aged men across the border. Clear as a bell. Clear as a bell. Um, as a matter of fact, um, I'll even go ahead and – I can't help myself. Let me see if I can find it right here. I have it on my phone. Um, let's see if this is it. Yeah, here we go. i got to turn the volume all the way up. There we go. Here we are. To make sure those cowboys don't stop the surge of military-aged men from entering, if we have to send F-15s to Texas here and raise war against Texas and Soviet. We have to make sure those cowboys don't stop the surge of military-aged men from entering the United States. Well, whatever. As if we don't have a clue. There's so many that don't, and that's awfully sad. All right. Now, Basel III goes into effect, and the Fed bailouts for the banks will end, and the banks are in a panic. The question I have is how is that going to affect us? We don't know yet. However, this lady here, in a couple, in a sli slightly less than a minute plus, uh, does an outstanding job of summarizing what it's all about. Um, so anyway, I'm just going to go ahead and let her do the talking. So here we go. About the banks. Well, that bailout ends March 11th next month. What that means is that the banks have to start paying back their loans. 
the very spooky part of this is we've continued to see banks around the country collapse even with the bailout so what happens when it goes away and they are required to pay this money back I think this very well could be the explanation for why we see so many billionaires selling off all their stocks. It's important That's to understand true, by the, way. the way that this bailout worked. When the Fed started raising interest rates, bond prices dropped, and as bond prices fell, the value of the bank asset portfolios crashed along with them. Typically, the amount banks can borrow is based on the current market value of those bonds. but. What the Fed did is allow the banks to borrow as if the value of the bonds had never dropped. Here's where things get very sketchy. This allowed the banks to borrow way more than they should have borrowed. So essentially, again, we have another falsely created bubble that is about to burst. This analogy explains it really well. Imagine if there were a tornado in your area that damaged your house. The home would suddenly be worth a lot less than it was before the storm, right? Now imagine going to the bank and asking for a second mortgage based on the value of your home before the tornado. Obviously, the bank wouldn't do that, but this is what the Fed did for those banks. So here again, they're going to have to start repaying all of that money that they borrow. Now the question is, will they be able to? Or will the entire banking system crack under the strain? Well, some of these billionaires seem to think the answer is yes. All right. And that is uh, everything she said is true. As a matter of fact, it's the enactment of Basel III. And uh, I'm very familiar with Basel II. I work in that business to some degree and uh, to a lot of degree. Anyway, um, and that, that leads us into the next headline, which aligns, again, this is all about the third seal financial collapse. And we already know. I just, anybody out there who says that they're not seeing their food shrinking and a lot of the food not available anymore doesn't get it. And it's not going to suddenly just come back. Okay. All right. So anyway, um, you know, there's a reason why hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of food processing plants, chicken processing plants, egg processing plants. It's just unbelievable. And it hasn't stopped. All right. So here's another headline that goes along with this. Bill Gates dumps his entire portfolio of stocks, indicating a forthcoming market crash. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, just for your own uh, edification, I will zoom in. And this particular individual refers to himself as at 3TGM Crypto. So this guy specializes in following markets. He's... that's what he does. And you can see his hashtags and who he's sending all this information to. But evidently, he dumped everything, including NVIDIA, which made a lot of people a ton of money. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So uh, when I saw this list, I was like, wow, that's pages and pages. And you can believe that if you do your homework, you will find that there are many other that others like him that are following suit. That is not a good sign. We do know that the global financial collapse or at least the financial collapse of the petrodollar, which will lead to multiple cascading collapses um, and ultimately food. You think food's expensive now? You know, I um, ordered, um, because of this diet I'm on, I ordered some cheeses that I normally get just to make it a little bit interesting. When they arrived, I couldn't believe my eyes. They had shrunk to half the size. 
uh, I, I could give you so many examples, and I'm sure that you're probably experiencing them yourself. And I doubt that you will be shaken by anybody who believes otherwise. When you're experiencing it, when you're living it, how can you deny it? Right. Unless, you know, you want to go to the seven mountains. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. Next one up. Two million terrorists have entered the United States, according to some estimates. And let's listen to this report. Here we go. A source at the National Sheriff's Association confirmed this morning that an estimated two million suspected terrorists may have crossed the border and are currently in the United States. A source at the National Sheriff's Association currently in the United States that an estimated two that's pretty significant I would say particularly because we know from the uh, unbelievable number of testimonies including Laura Loomer uh, and Cord, uh, you know Tucker Carlson and others that have done um, you know they visited Darien Gap they've looked and seen where the uh, military Chinese personnel are being dropped off and they're getting dropped off north of Darien Gap. They don't even have to go through that. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, this is very, 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 very important But to those of us who track the supernatural and the otherworldly being phenomenon, whether it be a manifestation of interdimensional. I, you know, I don't know why people get, you know, so sparky about interdimensions. Most people don't even understand what a dimension is. But I'm not going to get into it, and, you know, people just, you know, if it makes people feel more comfortable to say, hey, it's, you know, this or it's that or whatever, it's, a, you know, yeah, that's fine. Go where your comfort lets you. Crush God into a 12-ounce can if that's what makes you feel better. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. But anyway, what is fabulously interesting um, is the significant presence. There was a, uh, and again, this is going back because uh, we, we missed, you know, we had the power outage. But in Sterling, Virginia, there was a house explosion. Now, the people that were looking, uh, there were people, there are people that track these things extremely close. Now, I've been around house explosions. These, you know, gas stoves and things, you know, and houses blowing up and taking out, you know, several other houses and that kind of stuff. That is not uncommon for the Northeast. What is uncommon is what actually happened. Okay, and this is uh, from one of the people on Twitter. He says, the significant presence of police cars and emergency vehicles at the scene of the house explosion in Sterling, Virginia tonight is reminiscent of the situation in Miami where a similar response occurred. And if you look at it and if you had seen it and if you didn't see it, I'm sorry. Um, You know, if you want to come and do my job for me and keep the lights on, I'll put all this stuff up on the Internet. I'm actually planning on figuring out how I can do that. I don't know how, but I'm going to try. I want to get more and more and more of this stuff up on the Internet, even if it's just in the form of a photograph so people will be able to see it. But if you did see the Miami incident, when those three otherworldly beings were walking, these very tall, black, dark things, shadow people is what uh, Heidi Hollis would have called them. Um, But anyway... Um, and they told the police, you, you utter a word, you're fired. Now, I played all that information. I played it for everybody to hear. Okay, well, guess what? That explosion of that house in Sterling, Virginia, same deal. They had police cars just as far down the street in every direction and emergency vehicles of all types. The, here's what's happening. So the black ops of the United States military – And it is mostly the United States, by the way, just so you know. 
Um, we have the United States has uh, military bases that are special purpose. Therefore, what's called UFO crash recovery. Okay. Now, if you believe a demon flies a mechanical spaceship, good for you. Believe whatever you want to. I don't care. I'm not here to sell you anything. You believe what you want to. Whatever. But it's not true. It's not how it works. But anyway, that's fine. There's a lot of people out there that, you know, want to believe what they want to believe. They're comfortable with whatever. You know, I have, I have a, a radio show that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to queue it up. And it's Stephen Ben Noon, who is a Hebrew scholar. And he found alien invasions in the Old Testament, and he talked about it, and I already knew it. And so when I heard him talking about it on his show, I invited him immediately over to Tribulation Now, and I have that program because they're there. But whatever. People want to believe what they want to believe. And I'm not going to sit – You know, I don't have time to waste trying to beat something into somebody's head. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't kick it in a honey cheek to make a drink. Simple as that. Right, I, you know, there's some things, you know, as long as it's not going to send, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm just not, I don't have time to get into all that. we got too much to cover. Next one up, hallelujah. All right, Reuters, Putin ally warns NATO of nuclear war if Russia is defeated in the Ukraine. Now, one of the things that we have noticed going all the way back to 2012, as a fact, is Medvedev has always been very vocal about the possibility of using nukes. Putin never says nothing, but Medvedev is like his right-hand man. All right. And people pronounce his name different ways and whatever. And maybe I'm pronouncing it. I don't care. I, it looks like Medvedev to me, and I'm going to say Medvedev. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So anyway, um, so what's fascinating is he's never, all the way back to 2012, 2011, Medvedev was always very, very vocal about the potential for using nuclear. I, I have an entire Word document of quotes coming out of, you know, those folks. All right, so praise God, thank you, Jesus. Now, this one here, I'm going to try to roll this one forward to this next Sunday, so I'm going to flag it. I really want to play it, but I don't know. Oh, wait a minute. Let's see how long it is. Oh, man. I think this is too important. So this is my prediction. Is there going to be a whole bunch of other stuff intermingled into this? Possibly so. But... I have very unique training from the military. I have very unique training from school, from engineering school. I have done a lot of more things than people are aware of. A lot. And I've been in a lot more countries than people realize. I know a lot more about stuff than people think I do. And I don't care. I'm just going to tell you what I know. Do I guarantee I'm 100% correct about everything that I think? Can't. Nobody can. All right. But what I can tell you is that this list is a list of executive orders that have been signed for the purpose of martial law a long time ago. We know that they have been planning to do what they're going to do in this country for a long time. And these executive orders stand today. Let's listen to them. It's about four minutes long, but you know it's worth every every moment of your hearing. Praise God. So here we go. Executive Order 10990 allows the government to take over all modes of transportation and control of all highways and seaports. Executive Order 10995 allows the government to seize and control the communication media. Executive Order 10997 
allows the government to take over all electrical power, gas, petroleum, fuels, and minerals. Executive Order 10998 allows the government to seize all means of transportation, including personal cars, trucks, or vehicles of any kind, and total control over highways, seaports, and waterways. Executive Order 10999 allows the government to take over all food resources and farms. Executive Order 11000 allows the government to mobilize civilians into work brigades under government supervision. Executive Order 11001 allows the government to take over all health, education, and welfare functions. Executive Order 11002 designates the Postmaster General to operate a national registration of all persons. Executive Order 11003 allows the government to take over all airports and aircraft, including commercial aircraft. Executive Order 11004 allows the Housing and Finance Authority to relocate communities, build new housing with public funds, designate areas to be abandoned, and establish new locations for populations. Executive Order 11005 allows the government to take over railroads, inland waterways, and public storage facilities. Executive Order 11051 specifies the responsibility of the Office of Emergency Planning and gives authorization to put all executive orders into effect in times of increased international tensions and economic or financial crisis. Executive Order 11310 grants authority to the Department of Justice to enforce the plan set out in executive orders to institute industrial support, to establish judicial and legislative liaison, to control all aliens, to operate penal and correctional institutions, and to advise and assist the President. Executive Order 11049 assigns emergency preparedness function to federal departments and agencies, consolidating 21 operative executive orders issued over a 15-year period. Executive Order 11921 allows the Federal Emergency Preparedness Agency to develop plans to establish control over the mechanisms of production and distribution, energy sources, wages, salaries, credit, and the flow of money in U.S. financial institutions in any undefined national emergency. It also provides that when a state of emergency is declared by the President, Congress cannot review the action for six months. The Federal Emergency Management Agency has broad powers in every aspect of the nation. General Frank Salzito, Chief of FEMA's Civil Security Division, stated in a 1983 conference that he saw FEMA's role as a new frontier in the protection of individual and governmental leaders from assassination and of civil and military installations from sabotage and or attack, as well as prevention of dissident groups from gaining access to U.S. opinion or a global audience in times of crisis. FEMA's powers were consolidated by President Carter to incorporate the National Security Act 1947 that allows for strategic relocation of industries, services, government, and other essential economic activities and to rationalize the requirements for manpower, resources, and production facilities. The 1950 Defense Production Act gives the President sweeping powers over all aspects of the economy. The Act of August 29, 1916, authorizes the security of the Army in time of war to take possession of any transportation system 
from transporting troops, material, or any other purpose related to the emergency. The International Emergency Economic Powers Act enables the president to seize the property of a foreign country or national. We already see a lot of these things happening now. We already see a lot of these things happening right now. And um, don't fool yourself uh, on those dates, okay? I can tell you that during the Monica Lewinsky event, um, when the – what was her name? I forget the name of the lady that uh, recorded the conversations. They were going to throw her in jail for a long time over the 1934 Wiretap Act. Don't even get me going on the espionage thing. So, you know, they, these, most of these are relatively recent. Gosh, the word recent, I hate it because it's so vague. But anyway, I wanted you to hear at least a sampling of those. Um, Praise God. Um, That was the vast majority, in fact, and uh, actually it was. And um, uh, they, they can do anything they want. This is all about, look, Operation Garden Plot, 1984, Uh, the establishment of the FEMA camps. That was all the way back in the early 1980s. They have these things everywhere. Um, we had Doc Marquis. He's in heaven now, but Doc Marquis was on here. He's talking about one of the plant, one of the uh, FEMA camps that was a death camp that was uh, out in the desert, I believe in the Nevada area. It could uh, liquidate 40,000 people, I think, a day. That's a lot. All right, so anyway, I just wanted to get that out to you. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, and by the way, the New York Police Department, as if it isn't weird enough in New York, uh, has its own dance team right now. And I could play that for you, but I'm not going to because I don't want to feel nauseous. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. Um, also, uh, there are uh, there is a report uh, from Business Magazine that, if, that there is a federal investigation that is looking for at least $75 million of missing silver and gold from a Delaware warehouse. Now, the takeaway from this is I can play the guy making a comment, and he's actually pretty funny, you know, very animated. But this is actually simple. It's really simple. You know, we think when we buy silver and gold, Roslyn Capital, (laughs) that there's actually gold there. Think again. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. And I'm not picking on Rosalind. Maybe they're. Uh, it doesn't matter if they're a legit outfit. It doesn't stop the evil ones from taking stuff from facilities that it was intended to. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, it's just the way it is. All right. Also, praise Jesus. Um, here is a. Uh, it's just good to know about this. Thank you, Jesus. They're um, they're calling it the Blood Tribe. Okay. It's another psychological operation by Feds. Okay, and they are marching in Nashville, Tennessee. The FBI has initiated a new psychological operation last week uh, as reports have surfaced of a neo-Nazi group identifying themselves as the, quote, blood tribe. Now, the reason why you always know it's feds, because they always do a real, they always march in very perfect order, and they always make sure you cannot see their face at all. They wear gloves. They wear, I mean, they go out of their way to make sure you can't track them. But people follow them. People follow them, and then they see where they load up, and then they get into these vehicles that have, you know, blank white federal plate. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and then everybody's just like, oh, brother, here we go again. So, But the problem is... 90% of the American population doesn't get stuff. I think we all pretty much understand that. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right, now, 
This is uh, an audio bite from a man uh, that is talking about the history of Barry Sortoro, Barry, Barry Sotoro. And um, in this uh, audiovisual media bite, um, you actually see George Bush putting his arm around eight-year-old Barack Obama. Okay? So let's listen to this little thing. I wonder if it's still up. It is. Oh, there are pictures of Bush with his arm around uh, eight-year-old Barack Obama because his stepdaddy, adopted daddy, Lolo Sotoro, had done a lifetime worth of business with the Bushes. Uh, Uncle George Herbert Walker, after whom George Herbert Walker Bush, Bush Warren president, was named, founded Halliburton in 1946 in Oklahoma. And Lolo Sotoro had been international executive vice president for Standard Oil. There was talk of him being a CIA asset. Uh, well, yes. Yeah, see, he ran the death squads for the Indonesian Army. On his own call, anyone could be assassinated. So when George Herbert Walker Bush became head of the CIA under the Ford administration, he just got with his old buddy in the oil business, Lolo Sotoro, and pulled off the hits. See, uh, Barack's grandmother has been acknowledged as being the woman that operated the channels through which CIA money went to the Southwest Pacific. So she introduced her daughter, who had just had Barry Barack to Lolo Sotoro, and they got married, and Lolo Sotoro adopted Barack Obama. The name was changed to Barry Sotoro. Now, when he went to high school in Hawaii, I know about that high school. I almost sent my oldest son to it. I could afford it, but I didn't think he deserved it. 20 years ago, the tuition was $95,000 a year, not from the room board. When Obama went there, I talked to two of his classmates. They independently state that the tuition, not including room and board, was 45000 now, Business Insider reports his income for 2017 at over $200 million net. That's after taxes, deductions, write-offs. For this last year, 2018, they reported it as $570-plus million. And that's after all deductions, tax right? Trump doesn't make that net. I mean, even some of the richest people in America don't make that. Why? Because when his stepdaddy died, he was one of the 10, 15 richest men on earth. And he left everything in a trust fund, operated out of Indonesia, oh. so the American government can't touch it. It makes Barack Obama one-third beneficiary for the assets of one of the 10, 15 richest men on earth. See, so we got a game run on us. So... You know that little thing that Bush W. does when he gets with Michelle, they giggle and he gives her candy? The inside thing, is that supposed to be the same kind of candy he used to give to her husband when he was six, seven, eight years old? Hmm. <clears throat> yeah. No wonder they dislike Elon Musk so much. So anyway, um, you can believe. But you know what? Here's the thing. Why aren't they flipping out? too late it's too late look when all the bombs are planted when everything's lined up 
when all they got to do is pull a lever, push a button on cue, what do they care? They don't care about a thing. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. Dutch police are asking for help identifying riding Eritreans. And then there was an episode not only in uh, the Netherlands, but another episode here in the United States. But it was relatively minor. But people were making a big fuss about it. They set the tractor on fire, but whatever. But it, it is a sampling, um, you know, of, uh, you know, because uh, anyway, we all, we all understand that this country has been completely compromised. But it's not just the United States. It's It's everybody. Everybody in the West, which is why the fourth seal says 25% of the world is subject to what? Death. And we're part of it. All right. So if you're in Europe, if you're in Australia, if you're in New Zealand, if you are in, uh, you know, Canada, if you are in the United States, if you're, you know, in any of those places, you're part of the West. And that's what the fourth seal is talking about. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So anyway, um, and I can play you the sound effect of the mass rides, but I'm not going to do that. I want, I'm going to play a little bit of this. This is pretty creepy, but I think it's I think you'll be fascinated by it. This is about hydrogels in the COVID vaccines being used as a programmable human interface. But we already kind of like know that, don't we? Hopefully you do, but I'm going to play a little bit of this anyways. Okay, so here we go. Let's listen to this. The following report is from Dr. Anna Maria Mielcia's recent article entitled Hydrogel Platform Enables Versatile Data Encryption and Decryption. The building blocks of hydrogels are being found in the COVID vaccine, and hydrogels are being found in the blood of both the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. They are the so-called blood clots that are being found around the world, and these hydrogels can now be programmed, encrypted, and decrypted. According to Mielcia, they are the substrate of the brain-computer interface and the primary method of fusing humans with machines, as she described by referencing MIT research in the article Hydrogel Interfaces for Merging Humans and the Machines. Elements which Mielcia and Clifford Carnicom found with near-infrared spectroscopy in the blood of the unvaccinated exposed to shedding and environmental contamination include hydrogel plastics such as polyenes, vinyl, nylon, Kevlar, and spider silk proteins, as well as other nanotechnology signatures such as silicone and sulfur. This technology hijacks methyl groups, which are needed to detoxify and create glutathione in the body. Hydrogels used for the encrypted programmable technology include polyvinyl alcohol and polycaprolactone, Both of these hydrogels are listed as stealth nanoparticles in the Moderna patent for lipid nanoparticle composition. This suggests that not only those who received the shot have this hydrogel encryption technology in their bodies, but also those who have experienced shedding and environmental contamination, which is just about everyone. Okie dokie. Now, he goes on in another uh, part two, if you will, and he explains how significant the spread of this has been through 
chemtrails, through poisoning of the food and the water supply, shedding, you know, people hugging their relatives at Christmas and stuff and, you know. And um, uh, I didn't believe it. Like, I admit it. I didn't believe in shedding at first. But, you know, once I looked into it a little bit more, I was like, oh, well, what do you know? Uh, I was wrong. Uh, and it, it is real. Um, now, um, he also goes on to explain that if you have been infected um, by this stuff through shedding or other means, if you have a high-powered uh, 360 nanometer ultraviolet light source, you will see tiny little luminescent blue sparkles around your nose. So what did I do? <laughs> I went out and bought a high-powered uh, 360 nanometer ultraviolet flashlight. And fortunately, the one, the tiny little blue things that I did see around my beard, uh, when I scratched them, they fell right off. So that wasn't that. But there wasn't anything around my nose. So I was like, yay. All right, praise God. So whatever. Um, but um, uh, yeah, people are heavily infected with these things. But you know what? It's, it, it's, it's all part of the, the package, the package. And the package also includes graphene, uh, you know, oxide as the antenna, which is also an active element in the communication channels that will be set up through DARPA and the 5G networks and the pulsing uh, as it, using 5G as a carrier. And then what they do is they pulse. Uh, it won't it, – it's – I'm trained I'm for what it's worth I'm trained in the engineering of radio science okay so I understand wave guides and you know and plus of course you know I'm a amateur extra, lifetime amateur extra class I, you know and I, I I swung from like 100 feet in the air on a guided missile cruiser 100 miles north of Hawaii trying to put oil one of the radars. I know what I'm talking about. Okay, praise God. All right. So, and then of course he points out the brain-computer interfaces uh, article from DARPA, which is uh, published. It says United States military applications and implications, and initial ins assessment. So they've been planning this stuff for a whole long time, uh, you know, and it's in effect now. They're infecting people uh, by the gazillions. Uh, it is a worldwide phenomenon, um, and. Um, uh, the the, the um, focus of the infection seems to be, beyond any shadow of a doubt, actually, the West. Fascinating how that aligns with the fourth seal. Whoa. Praise God. All right. So the next one up is the Israeli war cabinet had made the decision to enter into Rafah. We already know about that because you heard the explosions of them and the IAF attacking deep into Lebanon. Uh, there are those who believe they're going to go a lot deeper. Never mind that, again, I've got to call back to your recollection that the, that the United States of Babylon blew up. Make no mistake, it was us, just like it was with the, uh, with, you know, with the other pipeline, um, you know, the one, the natural gas pipeline that is dead center in the country of Iran. So we are directly attacking Iran now. And they know it. They know it. So they're doing the same thing as Russia. You can believe that they're talking constantly with Russia and they're trying to determine how they're going to handle the problem. You know, and uh, but so far it hasn't happened. At some point that's going to change. 
All right, so let's take a listen to this. This is a snippet of Redacted, um, uh, and um, I'm just going to go ahead and play the very beginning of this because it goes hand-in-hand with people like Gates selling all their stocks, the banks getting ready to collapse because of Basel III, which, by the way, is the third seal, um, all of this stuff. It's happening. You can't deny it. It's not going to, you know, somebody's not going to wave. Nobody's going to wave a magic wand. Our Heavenly Father hasn't done a single thing. It says until he that restrains is taken out of the way. Well, guess what? The restrainer isn't restraining. We know it because we're living it. Hallelujah. Praise God. This is great for us because it means we're going home soon. Praise God. All right. So anyway, um, uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to this. This is uh, kind of like, you know, when you hear it, you're like going, whoa, this is pretty serious. Oh, doggone commercial. Blah, 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 blah. I wanted to bring you this big news this morning out of the U.S. banking sector. This is something that I've been warning you about for a while now, and it's about to get serious. We are about to see some serious stuff hit the fan. If you're in the 1%, then you're probably going to be fine. You're about to probably make a lot more money. But if you're like me, then you should be very worried about what's coming, guys. I think people are missing a major piece of this, the China part of this development, which we now have our clearest sign yet that the United States dollar is in real trouble. We're going to show you what China has been doing that has me very worried and what the United States is lying about, quite frankly. Oh, rates are coming down? Nothing to worry about. Oh, really? Get ready because this data is frightening or really exciting, like I said, if you're in the 1% because you're about to get a lot richer. But most people will not. Most people will get hurt really hard. So we'll get to that in a second. But first, I want to be very clear. The U.S. dollar is not going to collapse overnight. Large structures don't just suddenly collapse. Cracks and fissures, along with a controlled demolition, bring down large structures. And in this metaphor, the large structure is the U.S. economy. And make no mistake about it, a controlled demolition, that's what you're watching right now. The U.S. dollar will cease to exist as we know it and will become a digital dollar controlled by Wall Street instead of the U.S. Treasury. All right, which, of course, will ultimately be CBDC, central bank digital currencies. I do personally believe, this is my theory, you can call it a sanctified hunch. I've been, a right a lot. I've, I've been wrong about a lot, but I've been right about a lot more. And I, I, my hunch is that, you know, based upon the threats from the dark side, we're supposed to be wise as serpents and gentle as doves, and few of us are truly wise as serpents. And the few of us that are, should have a pretty good idea. But anyway, when you got these satanic, the global satanic crime syndicate getting in your face and telling you straight up that a blackout, I even have a DVD from National Geographic's entitled American Blackout. It doesn't say Netherlands Blackout. It says American Blackout. I bought it when it was still available. It's not even available anymore. Okay? They don't make these for no reason. And that's like 10 years ago. So when you got Klaus Schwab coming right out and saying, you know, an EMP, you know, then you got, you know, uh, Christopher Ray coming out from the FBI telling everybody, not just in this country, but other countries, that, that there's a tangible, you know, a measurable threat that has been increasing exponentially or whatever the words are he's been using to increase the magnitude of the threat. Come on, man. These are the people that are doing it to us. When a person stands in front of you and says, I have a knife in my hand, I'm going to stick it in your chest, what are you going to do? You're going to say, no, you're not, nana, boo-boo, nana, boo-boo. Oh, come on, please. You're not going to pull out the book of Isaiah and say, well, Isaiah says, no, you're going to, get, you're going to scram if you can, <laughs> okay? Or you're going to command him in the mighty name of Jesus to drop it in Jesus' name. 
And if they're driven by demons, which they almost certainly are, then the demons will almost certainly, almost certainly react. Unless they're an SRADID victim, and then you got yourself a little bit of a problem. All right, Google has started as a DARPA grant. Now, I am highly recommending that you get on Twitter uh, because that's where you're going to find the uh, the Tucker Carlson videos. You're going to want to look for Tucker Carlson's video entitled – it's called Episode 75. Okay, now we don't have a time to listen to the entire hour, but somebody was kind enough to pull an excerpt of it out. Okay, and and it is absolutely mind-bending. They have this guy by the name of Mike Benz, who's an insider who is now working against the cabal, okay, and he explains why we're in this censorship situation and uh, just listen to this. This is amazing. And uh, once you start listening to it, make sure you have an hour to finish it because you're not going to want to turn it down. All right, here we go. Hold on. Coming up. Boom. Google began as a DARPA grant. Google they got their funding as part of a joint CIA NSA program to chart how quote birds of a feather flock together online through search engine aggregation. And then one year later, they launched Google and then became a military contractor. Quickly thereafter, they got Google Maps by purchasing a CIA satellite software. Essentially, the ability to track to use free speech on the internet as a way to circumvent state control over media all around the world was seen as a way to be able to do what used to be done out of CIA station houses or out of embassies or consulates in a way that was totally turbocharged. Free speech was championed more than anybody by the Pentagon, the State Department, and our CIA cutout NGO blob architecture as a way to support dissident groups around the world in order to help them overthrow authoritarian governments. Google began as a DARPA. All right. So I highly recommend that you do listen to episode number 75, was it? Was it? Yep. Episode number 75, because let me tell you, Mike Benz will give you tons and tons of additional information. It was all military. It was all above top secret. Mm-hmm. It always has been. Yep. Okay, I've been telling people this for a long time. I've been telling people there is no such thing as privacy. Everything you're doing is getting piped into supercomputers. Everything. And they can listen to your phones. And now with artificial intelligence, forget it. It's game over. They can hear everything you say. And they have the artificial intelligence engines to be able to decipher it all. See, before they used to have a problem. It's called the human being. They can only process so much. Now, they can process whatever they want. All right. Um, Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, and by the way, if you think you're going to go out and get proton mail and you're going to hide from them, don't waste your time. Please. I'm here to tell you as a fact it will give you no privacy. Neither will a VPN. Okay? It... I'm not going to get into all of that. All right, but anyway, um, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, Kim Jong-un has ordered support to, to, that I officially support the Palestinians. So um, I, I don't think that that's a big surprise. You're good. <laughs> Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. And then you've got Netanyahu vowing to invade Rafa, which we see them already doing right now. Um, you've got Israel behind uh, explosions uh, uh, at Iran's two major gas pipelines. But, hey, we gave them the F- uh, F-35s, didn't we? And so who's flying them? Can you tell me for sure? No, you can't. All right. So is it the IAF? Probably so. Maybe not. 
could be us. Uh, we're, believe me, we, we've been involved. I, look, when I was using Telegram encrypted services and monitoring very closely the Iranian, uh, I'm sorry, the Ukrainian war when Russia started moving in to do the uh, denazification activity. All right. And I was watching the Russian soldiers with my own eyes going to dead soldiers and picking up their IDs and saying, well, what do you know? United States military, CIA. Okay, they were pulling up CIA badges. They were pulling up military badges. They were pull- we were we've been involved from, since day one, and they know it. They know it. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus, Hallelujah. Next one up, Hezbollah warns that Israel will pay in blood for killing citizens. Hmm. So we already know that they got their hands on the big red lever, but we also know that there's going to be a. Um, it's highly likely that uh, Putin will work very closely with Iran and that whatever choices they make will be coordinated and very, very effective. Their weaponry is way more powerful than what we have. We, don't, we still don't have a, a useful hypersonic missile. Not at all. All right. Praise God. Now, we may have some other stuff, but those hypersonic missiles... You need to be able to shoot those down, and you can't. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, so next one up is, okay, so, uh, oh, oh, the whole trucker thing. Yeah, they had this guy come out, and everybody's like going, oh, well, they're going to start refusing taking loads to New York City. And, and this, this guy comes out, and uh, he's, uh, I forget what they call the guy, but he came out, and he's like wearing a big Trump hat and saying, we're not going to, we're going to boycott, and, you know, using all these words, and, you know, they, I don't want to repeat. And it was a big deal. And then there was another guy that came in right behind him and said, yep, this is going to happen. This is the real deal. Truckers are not going to deliver food to New York. You better start stocking up right now. And I'm, I'm not going to drop any names. I don't want to impeach anybody. But I will say this. Didn't happen. According to the mainstream media outlets, MAGA trucker does a 180 after trying to start a boycott of New York City over Donald Trump's $355 million fine. A trucker who supports Donald Trump has taken back his call to action for truckers to boycott sending packages to New York City. The guy's name was Chicago Ray. Well, who do you think visited him? What do you think they said to him? Do you think it could have sounded a little J6-ish? Kind of think so. You want to watch somebody backpedal? Tell them you're throwing them, their kids, and their wife in jail. (laughs) Okay? All right. So anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Trump rallies are selling out of golden sneakers. So Trump was making up uh, the losses that he took from the fines and such, and he got together with these uh, whoever, merchandisers, and they made these golden sneakers. And sure enough, he's been selling them at the rallies, and they sold out of them at $400 a pair. So people are buying them up, and he's making his money back on the side. All right. Um, next one, uh, the next headline up is that there are all over the Internet, all over different parts of the world, really, um, uh, you will see a phrase that says, globalize the in, in, uh, intifada. Now, the word intifada is just a f- f- fancy way of saying murder the Israelis and the Jews. Okay? And these are appearing all over the place. So it's it's getting ugly all over the place, but we already know that. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Hallelujah. Blocked roads clashes with police. Thousands rally against Netanyahu's government, according to Haaret. So if you want to see, you know, you can watch you can watch uh, Times of Israel or you can read Times of Israel. They're pretty good, but 
if you really want to hear the least jaded, the one that doesn't lean hard one way or the other, the one that will you know, come right out and say, this is what's happening, that Yahoo's government's, you know, threatened. Ha-ha-ha-aretz is very – they're not pro-Netanyahu. Let's put it that way. They report what's actually going on. Some of the other ones are a little more state-affiliated. So Ha-aretz is much less state-affiliated. Unfortunately, what you got to do is when you go to Haaretz and you see a um, article that you want to read, and if you don't want to get hit with uh, having to pay one of their subscription fees, you got to copy the title or the headline of the article, and then you got to put it in Google or DuckDuckGo or whatever and find someone else who's reporting on it, and then you can read about it. But Haaretz wants you to um, sign up for their services. And if I signed up for everyone that's trying to hit me up right now, I'd be, uh, well, I'd be homeless. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus, which I'm not so sure I'm not going to be anyways. But no, I shouldn't say that. As man thinks in heart, so, so is he. Praise God. All right, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Not going to happen. I walk in divine protection. Father, open the door that you want me to walk through. Slam shut the door that you don't want me to walk through. I'm not worried about a thing. God has it under control. Hallelujah. Zero Hedge. CDC confirms an outbreak on a cruise ship. They have not revealed yet what that outbreak was. Now, that's going all the way back to February 17th, which makes it interesting because that's several days ago. What are they hiding? What was it? I can tell you my doctor's office is absolutely jam-packed with people that all think they're going to die. Uh, but that's just, you know, welcome to America. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, house fires, blue ruse in Chile. So there are reports right now. Yes, it has happened. So this is the third location in the world that there have been directed energy weapons used to to set fires. There are photographs, there are video images, uh, and sure enough, um, people talking about it on various radio shows and podcasts. And yes, indeed, blue-colored roofs not being affected by what? The fires. All right. Praise God. All right. So um, now I'm going to carry forward some of these headlines. I'm going to go ahead and make a little mark right here. I want to bring on Robert Vandrius Mitchell so we don't munch up all of his time. But I do want to touch upon a couple of these things. The Pentagon has launched six satellites up into the sky. So why? We don't know. I have another uh, very, very interesting historical uh, excerpt documentary. Uh, it's one minute and 31 seconds long. And I'm going to play it for you. Did you know percent of the world's Jews are Khazarian? 80% of those who call themselves Jews are Khazars. All right? Whatever you do, do not become anti-Semitic. Remember all the prophecies that talk about Israel. Remember that our father in Hosea 2.9 says, I will betroth thee. So these God is going to deal with. But I'm going to play this little. It's one minute, 31 seconds, and we'll bring on Brother Robert Mandrius Mitchell. As to the origin of the present Jews in Palestine, he states that those Jews derived from Eastern Europe, and many, many of the Jews that today live in the reconstituted state of Israel come from Eastern Europe, 
are not descendants of the Judeans or the lost tribes of Israel, but rather descendants of the Khazars. Who are they? They were a nation most people do not even know of. He writes, the so-called self-styled Jews in Eastern Europe in modern history cannot legitimately point to a single ancient ancestor who ever set even a foot on the soil of Palestine in the era of Bible history. Research also revealed that the so-called or self-styled Jews in Eastern Europe were never Semites, are not Semites now, nor can they ever be regarded as Semites at any future time by any stretch of the imagination. What secret mysterious power has been able for countless generations to keep the origin and the history of the Khazars and the Khazar kingdom out of the history textbooks? Did you ever learn about it at school? I never learned about it. And out of classroom courses in history throughout the world, the origin and the history of Khazars and the Khazar kingdom are certainly incontestable historical facts. You have to do some cross-checking. That is Dr. Walter Weiss, okay, and he's a, he's a born-again Christian and an outstanding researcher of history. And he has some of the best – he has uh, some really good stuff out there. Um, the only thing that he has that I don't agree with is his interpretation of Revelation, but that's okay. He's uh, what would you refer to as a preterist, but his historical stuff is fabulous. All right, praise God. Oh, and his testimony? Wow. His little kid getting demon-possessed and running into some Seventh-day Adventist uh, in South Africa and – Oh, the, the miracle that occurred was just amazing. Uh, he used to be the world's most renowned Darwinian. He used to, uh, at, at the largest, uh, I, don't, I don't remember the name of the university, but there's a big, 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 big university in South Africa that may not even exist anymore in Johannesburg. But he used to be the professor that taught Darwinism. And he used to make fun of Christians. In front of everybody. He was a real naughty guy. Until the Lord allowed his two-year-old kid to become demon-possessed. And that started the journey. <laughs> oh, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I bought the whole DVD set and watched every single thing until he got deep into Revelation. I was like, okay, put the brakes on. J.P. Morgan Chase, BlackRock, drop out of the massive United Nations Climate Alliance in a stunning move. Now, everybody's like going, wow, this is amazing. This is going, you know, why are they not? It's because it's a, it's a matter of money. But guess what? The damage is already done. Once you've scared the heck out of everybody, do you think they're ever going to stop wearing masks? How much masks? I mean, think about it. If I go over to my doctor's office tomorrow morning and I walk in, do you think the room's going to be full of people wearing masks? Yes, it is. This is how it is. So my doctor's appointment is, is telemed. I don't have to even go in. My, she'll call me. All right. Fine with me. <laughs> don't need to deal with it. And then uh, I found it really fascinating because everybody on our meeting today, we're talking about, uh, you know, where we went on, you know, and all the Vegas stuff and all that kind of stuff. And all these people that got sick and all these people that got COVID and all these people that got this. And, and, and everybody's like, yeah, we all got this. Did anybody not get sick? And I raised my hand. <laughs> I was the only one that didn't get sick. That's because I was popping hydroxychloroquine. The Daily Pill. Yep. Oh, well. Ah, so anyway, um, Russian NATO troops disguise themselves as mercenaries and control air defenses in the Ukraine. 
We ought to know this by now. And on that note, let's go ahead and bring on Brother Robert Vandrius Mitchell. Praise God. Thank you for being patient. Robert, are you there? Hey, yes, what's up? I'm here, and good evening. Good I'm evening. here. I think so, you are here. <laughs> I think so, yes. Uh, great show so far. And, uh, it's, it's an insanity, the world that we live in still, and it's going to get worse. Uh, I was listening tonight to, uh, have you heard about Dr. What is his name? John Campbell. No. He is a, he's a professor in nursing, but in nursing, but also he has a lot of experience in medicine, of course. And for the last seven years, I think even before COVID, he had a channel on all kinds of things. And of course, since COVID, he talked about a lot of that. He had a professor on, Doctor Professor Denglish. He's a British MD. And he all here says surprisingly, he thinks the next pandemic that will hit us will be a man-made one that came out of this esteemed a man-made pandemic. So the next one that will hit us. What is that? Man-made. What is that? No, a man-made. Pandemic. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. I got a sound effect. It's very important. You're good. <laughs> Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a okay. totally different track. Okay. No, no, that was very important. We, but, yeah. But, They're uh, all man I must say, yes, they are. But to hear that from an esteemed professor, that norm, and he also said that part of the reason he started to change is thinking was uh, how also the medical journals have been, of course, controlled, because he tried during the COVID to bring out, seeing his own observations about COVID, a number of papers, and they were rejected. Well, he is not a small professor uh, in, in name and everything else. So it is good to see that some of those people in those places, seem to wake up and to stand up for what's going on. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 like um, it's like when the football game's completely over and a couple of the people go back into the stadium and say, "Come on, man, let's play the last." You know, we can we can win this. We can win this. You know, the game's over. There's bubble gum on the ground. Everybody's left the stadium. There's nobody left. I mean, you know, they, what I'm seeing is a whole bunch of people coming forward and waking up all of a sudden when it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. I don't understand why people understand that it's not going to turn around. It's not going to turn around. It's too late. The Antichrist is in power. He, yeah. We are. We have Matt Groening. See, okay, so you got Bill Schnobelin, 
And whatever you think of him, it's irrelevant, um, but he is an expert on the occult, and thank you, Jesus, that he has given his life to the Lord Jesus, and he has a ministry work and stuff. But whatever, that's beside the point. But, um, but listen, Matt Gronig is very deeply connected in the Global Santana Crime Syndicate. How high up he is is probably much higher than we think. They call him a 33rd degree Mason, but there, according to Schnobelin, there are actually – up to 100 levels of of Masonic evil. Okay, so where is George this guy? George Bush Senior was 88 degrees. Yeah, see, there you go. And that's just so. Really, at the end of the day, it, what is he Illuminati? I say he is. I think he is because he's getting information that's more accurate than you know. It's like. If the Simpsons say that the Trumps that Trump's going to get elected, then you can count on Trump getting elected. If the Simpsons say that Trump's going to end up in a casket, you can count on Trump being in a casket. Then you got Soros, Alex Soros, who's playing with the twenty billion dollars of the Jew that's not a Jew, named known as you know Soros, okay? Because yeah. Kazar, all right? Zelensky, Jew that's not a Jew, wearing swastikas. Hitler had Jews that were not Jews on his very own military cabinet. See, the thing, the thing is, when you know your history good enough, so Matt Groening is very well connected. Very well connected. And I am certain of it. I know that's what's going to happen. And what's going to happen is, that, you know, and I'm not just basing this on purely Matt Groening because we also have an untold number. One could use biblical terms and say an innumerable company of people and followers of the Lord Jesus Christ who have come forward and said the same exact thing. Okay, Carrie Ann Gibbon, she was on this radio show. She said that she saw Donald Trump in the casket. There's a list of them. There's more, many more. Okay, so we and then and then you have Soros coming out, you know, Alex Soros coming out in front of everybody and saying that they're going to assassinate him. You know, so again, you know, I'm not going to get into all of it. Look, how in the world is God? Let me ask you this question. Think about this. These are the kind of things I think about because I got family members that are sucked into it. I have a family member who is sucked into worshiping Donald Trump like I have never seen. She listens to pillow prophets. She, it's just how she is. To her, Donald Trump is the savior of the United States and her, she doesn't give a dag net what's going on in Europe. She doesn't care what happens to Wales. Wales could break off of the United Kingdom uh, Island and fall into the ocean. And she would have no idea that it ever happened. All she cares about is gold sneakers and MAGA. Okay. And, and let me tell you something. Oh my God. Let, how is, how is God going to wake those people up? How is our Heavenly Father going to wake up the Seven Mountains Mandate pillow prophet people that David Wilkerson warned us about over a decade ago? Actually, a couple of decades ago. Huh? There's only one way. When all of them are worshiping Donald Trump, when all of them see Donald Trump as their savior, when the whole world, even the unbelievers are seeing Donald Trump as the savior of the United States, 
When all their children and their children's children, all their hopes and their dreams and their college tuitions and the things that they've been saving for and the house that they want to buy and all the stuff that they care about is dependent on Donald Trump. All the Seven Mountains mandate people have to have Donald Trump come back. Guess what? It's insane. What would you do? If you were God, what would you do? You would take him out of the way. I'm not saying God's going to send him to hell. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not passing any judgment whatsoever. To God, God, see, we're the ones who hold on to earth. We're the ones who grab the grass. We're the ones who are like, oh, no, I'm so afraid. I've got to run for it and go ahead and set up like a, I don't know, some kind of a, you know, a, a, a place of refuge. I feel led to leave this place, and I'm going to run. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care if there's roving bands of crazy people in my neighborhood. It doesn't bother me. I got the protection of the holy fire of God and warrior angels surrounding my place. They won't even see me. I'm, I don't even care about that stuff. I mean, if, and if a couple of black, if God wants, you know, look, look what happened to Peter. Look what happened to John. You know what? I'll tell you what. I'll take just about anything except getting dipped in a, in a thing of boiling oil. That's about the worst ever. Forget that noise. So, I mean, you know, send a couple of black, you know, Tahoes up to my house. That's fine. You know, do you think I'll be nervous? I'll be like, "Uh uh-oh, this is it, if it happens. But it hasn't so far. But I'm not worried about stuff. If I was worried about stuff, I wouldn't be doing this radio show. I know what you mean. People don't think about that stuff. I talk about stuff on this radio show that nobody else can talk about on any other social media outlet in the entire world. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. So anyway, yeah. bring it on, man. You know, I got a giant purple and gold Jesus flag waving out in the front of my house. I've got a big Jesus sign, a metal uh, Jesus sign with a scripture on the front of it. You can see the word, the name, name of Jesus, all the way from the cul-de-sac down the high, you know, down the, uh, you know, whatever they call it, driveway. And then I've got a gigantic Jesus, white Jesus sign on the back of my uh, black SUV, which you can see from a hundred yards away. Okay, so I mean, whatever. Bring it on. Hallelujah. All right. And you know, the funny thing about it is when you're overt about your love of Jesus, I believe that you're actually at less risk. It's the ones who are running around and going, oh, no, oh, no, I'm afraid. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and of love and a sound mind. Yes, indeed. I'm I'm worried about a thing, bro. It also shows with those Christians and non-Christians, but in particular the Christians, that seem to seem he is a Messiah, at least in their eyes, that they certainly don't know their Bible. Because if they know their Bible and the teachings of Jesus Christ, there is only one Messiah, and that is Jesus, a.k.a. Jeshua, and not a human like Donald Trump or any other human. Right. Well, you're analyzing, and I understand where you're coming from. You are in Wales. So you're not, you know, you're not here in the United States. So you're not here. You don't see the stuff that's happening here. You're seeing the extreme. And yes, there are people out there that are that nuts. Okay, they are. They're that nuts. But the vast majority of them, what they believe, the American Christian believes that because we support Israel. 
See, they don't know about the Jews that are not Jews. They don't know about the Khazars. They do not know that Yahweh is the Khazar. They do not know any of these things. They want to support the Ukraine. They want to support because they believe the lie. They believe the massive monstrosity of a satanic lie that has been going on now for years. And so they, and so they believe that one verse in the Bible is going is is got God has got the United States covered because of one verse. Never mind her sin, never mind everything else. It doesn't matter. They're covered because they support Israel. I can't even go up and my my sister's trying to talk me into going up uh in the springtime or whatever and and you know for a little, you know, cuz they have a springtime, summertime kind of, you know, July 4th sort of a thing. And she's hoping that I'll come up there, but I'm afraid she's going to try to talk me into going to her church. I'm going to have to say no. I don't want to be around any of that stuff, that Israel worship stuff. I don't want to do it, you know, because they're deceived. They do not understand what is happening right now. They they they, they don't understand what's in Luke twenty one twenty. They don't understand we're that far along in the end times. They don't see it. And most of them are just a cat's whisker away from being seven mountains. Many of them are. Uh, so anyway, I just don't want to get involved in all that stuff, so I don't know. And it's expensive, so I probably won't go. It's just pain. It's a pain. And then my nieces, I don't know. I, people are, you know how they are. If in anyone knows how people death, are, it's you. <laughs> in, in the end, it is their free, free will to choose that. Uh, they will find out when they die that they are wrong, of course, but... In the end, it is also their free will to do so, but don't force your will upon others. And the only way the, the father—the only way the father is going to be able to wake him up, the only way the civil war is going to start in this country—we already know about the the X marks the spot. One of the prophets that my sister follows was given a vision of an X in the middle of the United States, which is representative of the solar eclipse, which is going to be completed on what, April 8th or something like that? And um, he saw it in a vision, and the X was made of gunpowder, and it caught on fire in the middle and started burning outward. He responded to it wrongfully. He didn't take it the way he should have which is very, very common in this group. This group, it's not that God doesn't try to talk to people, but if they're jaded and their heads are not right, they're not going to interpret it right, they're not going to look at it right, and they're going to rush off and have a big old prayer meeting and try to pray. Dude, are you okay? Because I'm pretty sure the roof of your house just caved in. Did the roof of your house just cave in? No. Are you okay? We we we, we heard okay, these yeah. sounds. Uh, you're too far away from the Cascadia subduction zone, so I'm pretty sure oh. it wasn't that. <laughs> All right. No. Are you falling I'm, off I mean, the chair? Yeah. Are those Angora sheep up the road coming in and busting down your door? <laughs> not that I know of. I've not seen okay. any sheep around here, so. I think the nearest seats probably are a couple of miles from here, so oh, we right. should be okay by now. And by the, by now, they would sleeping anyway, so 
No, no, but I, I know what you mean. And this year, with the, it's going to be an explosive year for the U.S. with everything, but with the elections, if they're going to continue and all that. So America is literally on the breaking point uh, with, a, with a possible 90% of a civil war, sadly enough. And Yeah, and they got a the documentary coming out. You hear about the movie? It's going to be released uh, in a couple of months. I heard about Civil War. The, movie, called, but the name of the movie is called Civil War. And it's about America yeah, about breaking it. it. Yeah, good. I'm glad. Because it's about, the, it's about Texas the and California joining forces or something. Or I don't know. The, I, don't think, I don't know. I don't, I don't care. It's I'm not going to get my a bee in my bonnet and start flipping out because the plot line doesn't line up with exact reality because it never does. The the point the point is the point is take the message as it is. Look, Super Bowl commercial, Apartments.com, Jeff Goldblum, Alien Invasion. Come on, man, it's all lining up. Super Bowl. Look at it. Look. I'm in YouTube. Meathead. <laughs> Type it into YouTube. You're on top of everything else. Type it in. <laughs> Come on, man. Go on YouTube. You can do it right now, can't you? Or does it mess up your computer? But go on go on uh, YouTube and type No, because apartment. I'm running uh, on so de- I'm, I'm running on least uh, uh monitor, so I can switch from one to the next. So oh, okay. it's just too fast. When, do it. It's called apartments.com. Apartments.com. All you have to do is type in the YouTube Apartments.com Super Bowl commercial, and it's a really okay, good I alien. I see yeah. Apartments.com commercial Jeff Goldblum, and underneath the Super Bowl commercial. As, you know, I think that's the first time they ever did an alien commercial on the Super Bowl. That's interesting. Yeah, it's a terrestrial. Okay. No, I this year I have skipped the whole Super Bowl thing, and I only know that yeah. the Kansas Chiefs uh, won. Nobody won. It was a total setup. No, it was. It was all fixed. It was. It was. It was. Um, yeah, it was ridiculous. It was all. It was all about the. Uh, Taylor Swift, uh, CIA psychological operation that they're doing. Because, I know that is, that is so pathetic, but I but I heard it's so laughable and pathetic that they that the, that the right that the right side of the political is in panic because yeah Taylor Swift is in a hidden CIA asset. From uh, whatever laboratory created and all that stuff. It's, it's so. Oh my God! It sounds almost like a comedy, but unfortunately, a lot of people on the right, especially on the Trump side, seem to believe all that yeah. crap. Why don't they just change Budweiser's name to Stupid, and then everybody can go get their stupid beers and they can sit there and drink them and watch all these things and just go. <laughs> Look, the yes. Kansas City Chiefs. One after all, pass the queso. <laughs> oh, brother. I know, oh. it is so well. Uh, 
Oh my God, that's yeah. I do like was, the musical it, scale of three. Man, I see the rule. The, they, they broke all the rules. They broke all the rules. They 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 actually did. They changed. Uh, they actually changed um, scores and everything. It was it was absolutely the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. I just I flipped it off. The only reason I was watching it is not because. Not because of that, because James 4, 4 says adulterers and adulteresses, don't you know that being friends with the earth is an enmity with God? I, look, I ain't taking any chances. I'm sorry, but, you know, if you're a sports fan, that's your chance. You take that chance. Go for it. Okay? If that causes you problems down the road, I ain't taking that chance. The only reason I watch it is because there's a movie called Some of All Fears, and I believe our Heavenly Father allows the darkness to do those movies to warn us that it's coming. It's a great movie, by the way. We give too much credit to the devil. Yeah. We give way too much credit. The Sums of All Fear is a great movie. It's fantastic. Danny Glover and uh, what's his name? But anyway. Um, no, it's, it's absolutely awesome, and it's going to happen. Now, I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen, uh, you know, in a football stadium or whatever, but it's always a possibility. No. Uh, yeah. No, but we know that there are going to be ground-based nukes. There's too many. There's too many confirmations. Jericho, come on, Jericho! What a name for a TV program that's about, you know, ground-based nuclear bombs being set off all over the country. Come on. They even had a, uh, one of the episodes uh, deeper into the series. They had a marked big red – I don't know. There were blue X's or something on the front of people's houses, and it had FEMA or something written on it. And they were talking amongst one another about, oh, yeah, they were taking the FEMA cams and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's coming right around the corner. Think about it. Yeah. Think about it. Look, what's going to happen when, when they take out Trump? Well, first, it's going to take all the Seven Mountains Mandate people, and it's going to call into question every single thing they have ever said. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, then hopefully a couple of people will get shook out of the tree, fall down, and go, wait a minute. This has got to be the end times, which would be a blessing for them because they might actually have time to repent and get some things straight. That's God uses Satan. Satan is on an executive severance package. He is being used uh, by God. We all know it. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, and and it's this is it. This is going to be good. This is it, it's not. Look, it's going to get ugly. It's going to be. There's going to be a lot of people that die. But there's going to be a lot of people that die anyway. Go, go yeah. to Wikipedia and type in. Go to Wikipedia and type how many people die every day. And then ask yourself, what percentage actually make it happen? Hmm? Yeah. So Good when question. you know when when things are really really bad, there's no such thing as an atheist in a foxhole. Always remember that there is no such thing as an atheist in a foxhole. And I don't know about your Bible, but my Bible in Acts two twenty one. 20, 21, 22, whatever, uh, or whatever, uh, you know, it's 17 through 21, I believe. But uh, at the very end, it says, blood, fire, and vaporous smoke, and all those who call out upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. All right? Amen. We use and that, uh, yeah, well you, well, you can use whatever Bible you want to. It's going to say essentially the same thing. I, I memorize yeah. out of the New King James. 
because in my opinion, it is far more accurate. But that's just wacky okay. old me. I've been studying the Bible for a gazillion years, but that's okay. I don't count. I'm way too young. All right. 62 is too young. 62 is too young. I've had my life threatened. If somebody tried to take my life, I was thrown down the stairs by a woman half my size, police cars in the front yard, attempts on my life. But no, I don't know anything. <laughs> I was sitting in the I was sitting in the in the in the uh on twenty five Elm Street, Hallstown, Pennsylvania, as a little boy, probably about the age of I think I was about seven, maybe six, and um and there's a ruckus outside in in the kitchen. This lady's yelling, ah, ah and I'm I'm like I got out of bed. I went walking out into the kitchen boldly. I was like, what's going on out here? And I recognized this woman. Uh, her name is Darlene, and she was screaming at the top of her lungs. And in between her breasts of screams and things, she was saying, and the cupboards and the doors, they were flapping back and forth, and pots and pans were floating all over the place. Ah! Ah! And, then, and, and, and it's true. They actually took her house down, man. It was right on the corner of uh, – uh, I forget what they call that one road. But anyway, it's uh, by Swadera Creek, uh, just north of Hummelstown, and they, they, they took the daggone house down. Now, I don't think it was because of the demons, but it might have been. It might have been, but they cleaned the house good enough that she was eventually be able to move back into it for a short period of time. But that, that house cleaning, by the way, was dangerous because one of the demons picked up an iron. That was back in the days when people would leave ironing boards out. And um, one of the demons picked up the iron off the ironing board, whipped it across the room, and smashed it against uh, Diane's hand. That was the daughter of the pastor. And uh, he went over and laid hands on her and said, In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I command his hand to be healed. And her hand got real warm, and her bones were healed, right in the middle of them fighting the demons. <laughs> this is how I well, was raised. Okay, <laughs> so you know I appreciate other people's viewpoints, man. But when you're when you're born and raised into this stuff, there's no doubt in your mind. Okay, you can tell me whatever you want to. It doesn't matter. You can whatever. I know what's I know what's real. I know what's true. I've lived it and been there. So praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So whatever. So amen. Not, yeah. We none of us got it all figured out, but you know, that's there's a reason why God took all of us and put us through the things that we went through. You know, we all yeah. have our callings and, you know, that kind of thing. And he is, oh. and he is no drag. I he still want to figure out my <laughs> What? He is not finished by far, but still awaits us. Well, the humanity. The thing that we don't, yeah, what we don't know now, it depends. If David Doetry's vision is accurate, the barley harvest will occur when World War III goes hot, really hot. And um, all we got to do is keep our eyes focused on the United States. Now, I'm not saying it pridefully. I don't. If, I, if somebody gave me a ticket and said you can move to Bora Bora and eat bananas out of trees or us and wait for Jesus to come, I'd be like, when do I leave? <laughs> okay, I'd sell my house, take what I could get, and I'd go to Bora Bora and a snap. Okay, no problem. But, but, think about it. the The number one problem for these for the global satanic crime syndicate is the United States of Babylon, this country. Their biggest problem. Once they topple this country, it's game over. Power signs, yeah. lying wonders. 
check the boxes, man. Bring in the aliens. Then you got the strong delusion so that they will believe the lie. You've got David Doetry's vision of this big, gigantic, copper, spherical uh, Death Star spaceship showing up. Nobody believed him in, 90, in 98 when he was given the vision by the Lord. And, and he connected that. That was all connected to the rapture. And then you got Sori Park, who is absolutely anointed tongue-speaking, baptism of the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit, uh, South Korean pastor who was taken to heaven, met with Jesus, and Jesus said, oh, well, NASA will come on TV and tell everybody that the aliens took them. Well, guess what? That can't be during the day of the Lord. That can't be after the great earthquake. That can't be after the meteor slams in off the coast of Puerto Rico, because then 22 million people are going to be wiped out on the east coast of the United States of Babylon the Great, and the entire world is going to shake to and fro like a drunkard in Isaiah 24. And guess what? It's day late and a dollar short for anybody in NASA to come on TV and say anything. There ain't going to be no NASA then. So we know that the barley harvest has to be before the day of the Lord, which is in Revelation chapter 6, 12, 13, 14, 15, all the way to 17. The day of his wrath has come, and who is able to stand? Okay, it's all right there. It's all right there. It's all right there. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And we're heading toward it, like, fast? The problem is, what does fast mean? How long is this all going to take? We don't know. That's the hardest part. Yes. The one thing that we do have wrong. The question is, how long does Trump stay in office before they take him out? And I don't think they're going to allow him there very long. Think about it. Are they going, are these entities, look, has our Heavenly Father, I know there's going to be a lot of Seven Mountains mandate people praying their eyes out for Donald Trump. I get it. I get it. But if you're praying amiss, God is not going to answer. If you're praying against or counter to his will, which is what? The Holy Bible, the Word of God. Okay, guess what? We're already deep in all of these things. You can use you can use the Olivet Discourse, Mark 13, Matthew 24, Luke 21, Revelation chapter 6, 2 Thessalonians 2. You can use those scriptures. You can overlay them like a transparency on an overhead projector, and you can check the boxes. They are all – almost every single one of them is being checked, even persecution of the Christians. They just um, arrested a uh, pastor who had his own church for feeding the homeless, and he's up against uh, eight criminal charges. In the United States. So, you know, when, when people try to tell me that, that the boxes aren't getting checked, they're just not paying attention. They're, they're paying attention to something else. They're not they're, – they're ill-informed. I'm sorry, but they're ill-informed. When you're paying attention to every single little bitty thing and you're checking the boxes like we ought to be because Jesus told us to, watch ye therefore. Watch and pray. Yeah. Too many people are we for an excuse told, to get it. Like, uh, ain't going to happen. I was told and, and others during classical training within the Illuminati as a child that for them to take over the world, they have to destroy the United States from the inside out because when the United States falls, the rest will fall as dominoes behind it, like the United Kingdom and then Germany, France, and the rest. But for that to happen, the United States has to be destroyed first. And that is what right. we were taught in, in class in class setting, in yeah, class of 30 the, other children. So, 
So I was raised in a prophecy church. I wasn't raised any other religion. At the age of six, I sat in the most anointed, Holy Spirit-filled church in all of Pennsylvania, I guarantee it, probably all of the United States, quite frankly. So prophecy has been a part of my life since I was a teeny little kid. Now, it doesn't mean that God doesn't relent. Okay, but... Not very often. Now, we haven't seen him relent, not once, since 2019. Now then, in 1912, there was a prophecy by a person by the name of Awalu, Johanwa Awalu. Now, you could go back and do some research about his church and, you know, the church that he was affiliated with in 1912, if the data is even accurate. And I doubt it's very trustworthy going back that far. But what he was quoted as saying is that there, um, he says that um, uh, their great cities, okay, so I'm going to zoom in real close. So far have they, the United States, strayed into wickedness in those future times that their destruction has been sealed by my father. Their great cities will burn, their crops and cattle will suffer disease and death. We're already seeing that. Their children will perish from diseases never seen before in the earth. Oopsie daisy, check that box. This is 1912. And I reveal to you the great mystery of all that I have been allowed to see that that the United States destruction will come about through the vengeful hands of one of our very own sons of Kenya 1912 oh but I'm sure it's just a mistake it must be a mistake because Jesus is coming back and he's going to take over the seven mountains and everything's going to be hunky dory and it's all good. You know what? You know, how come it is that the early church never – they didn't worry? When, when, when Pope Innocent III rolled the mercenaries in to wipe out the heretics, the Bogomils, the Polisians – the Albigens, when they were being slaughtered, men, women, and child, when Nero was marching Christians with their children in to be slaughtered inside the circus so everybody could watch, were they crying? Were the children crying? No, they weren't. They were singing praises to Jesus. The problem is we don't know what it's like to be a real Christian. We don't have the faith. We're so busy thinking of ways that, oh, no, this is terrible. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Don't, you, don't we understand that to die is to start life? Adulterers and adulteresses, don't you know that being friends with the earth is being at enmity with God? James, the brother of Jesus, 4-4. Four, four. I don't know about you, man, but don't be take, don't be checking my box. Okay, homie ain't going there. Okay, I'm waiting for the black Tahoes to pull up. <laughs> like I'll tell you what, I'm going to seek Jesus songs so loud that they won't be able to help but cat me in the head. <laughs> I'll never make it to the FEMA camp. I guarantee it. <laughs> There's no way. 
<laughs> I'll be like, Jesus, hallelujah. I'm going to be singing songs. No, I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen to me, but I'm not afraid of it. I'm not concerned in the slightest. I don't understand the concept. I admire the early Christians with all my heart. I admire them because the more centuries that went by, the more corrupt the church became. Sadly, you're not true. It is very true. It's only the the second century church that's worth paying any attention to. And the closest you're going to come to that nowadays is the Amish. Okay. And unfortunately, they're not big on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. In fact, they don't really believe in it. So, um, So anyway, there's nothing that's perfect out there except Jesus. Yes. So what do we and do? He's still, Make, and, and he's still box. reaching out to people all over the world. It's not only people, the West. I, I have documents. More, more Muslims have come and given their lives to Jesus in, in the last five or six years, even ten years, than has ever happened Hallelujah. in the history. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it's not just Muslims. It's people all over the world. Because Jesus is coming to them in dreams and visions, just like it says in Job 33, 14, and 15. It's happening now. Yes, and it does. And, and no slaughter, but they try to do them to suppress the people that want to get out of them. They will not stop those people if those people have set their mind that they want to become a Christian. Thank God, especially how things are. Uh, let's see the Middle East. Africa is a mess because my fiance is still in Nigeria, and over there it is literally a civil war going on because half of the part of the country is Muslim, and the other part is Christians. So you could say they are literally in a state of civil war. In particular, uh, the abductions, what happens with the Christians? It happens with our fiancé a couple of years ago. Thank God well, you know what's liberated. But... Hmm? Sorry, go ahead. Go on. Uh, thank, God. thank God that the military and the police liberated my fiancé and a few other people. And But it is literally... Yeah, uh, a civil war going on, and it's not, not only Nigeria, because Nigeria also got, of course, some of the Muslim ex- uh, extremist uh, groups also coming in there and using it as a kind of a battleground and training uh, ground as well. But yeah, it, is, it goes all over the world, and sadly, sadly, especially with the U.S. borders so open, People don't seem to realize that we're literally getting in of the fifth column of Muslims and uh, Islamists uh, that have set their eyes on this, destroying the U.S. And the liberals in the U.S. don't seem to get it no matter what. Nor the Christians, <laughs> if you ask me. That's like saying... But, the followers of Satan don't seem to get it no matter what. 
<laughs> yeah, that is so wow. it's so insane. observation. <laughs> Same here in the UK, by the way. Same here in the UK, because we also, our government, our satanic government, what I say to followers, uh, also yep. allowing all those Muslims yearly to come over as so-called refugees. It's not and, just, it's every. Have you, I, I yeah. don't want to go back, you know, I'm not going to sit here and sing this song, but if you go back, uh, I don't know, probably the 90s or something, there was a song by a band called, they called themselves The Offspring. You got to keep them separated. <laughs> okay. And you know what? That's exactly what we're not doing. And you know what? It's it's every it's every nationality. It's 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 yeah. So no matter where you go, it's not just the Muslims. But you know what? As far as the master plan is concerned, that is the master plan. The master plan is to ultimately pit the Muslims, the Christians, and the Jews against one another. So yeah. that out of the smoke rises up a bunch of people that don't know who to worship, and and Lucifer is going to say, well. Actually, it's going to be the son of perdition that's possessed by Lucifer. His name is Obama. And you know how you're going to know? Here's the thing. So Ken Peters, when you go and you listen to it, I highly recommend that you do. You go to Ken Peters, uh, uh, you just type it into uh, Tribulation. Now, he's, he's passed on and gone to, gone to hang out with Tom Horn, uh, hunting down my Andy's candies, no doubt. But anyway, um, uh, but... Um, um, if you go to YouTube and you type Ken Peters Tribulation and you listen to it, amongst many other things, what he notices is United Nations trucks. Now, how in the world are they going to have United Nations trucks keeping peace in the United States of America? you got to have a civil war. Yeah. And we're going to have a civil war when they take out Donald Trump. It is so this it doesn't take a degree in physics to put this together. Okay? Look at the, the Trump rallies. Look at the people. Look at how they worship him. Look at all of that kind of stuff. The, yeah. the, the seven mountain mandate people adore him. They, you know, it 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 it, it makes and then uh, it's not complicated. Yeah. You were mentioned earlier the Simpsons. So what is their prediction then for Trump? Can it, can, will he be president well, and So, so Robert, think about it real hard. Put your really, really lean in. Really think hard. He takes Trump takes office. He gets elected. Yeah. Okay, now stop just a second. Ask yourself how long the Satanists are going to allow him to tear down everything they've built. I don't want. The, the Antichrist. God has not stopped any of it yet. Not a wink. No. It has progressed also, forward. It also depends. The, 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 the COVID is 100% deadly. They've injected yeah. uh, Ebola into everybody who's gotten the shot has Ebola, they can trigger Ebola, and they can trigger the graphene oxide to eat up part of their brain so they walk around like zombies and everything, which is why thank the God CDC I has told... a zombie, zombie apocalypse, man. Thank... Yes. Thank God I told my uh, alter personalities not to dare to take the shot at all, 
so none of my old personalities when they out did take the shot, the COVID shot that is. For one, it is experimental, but it's also the RMNA component, but can manipulate your DNA, our God-given DNA. So, but it also depends with Trump who is who is going to pick as candidate. I know that you have some people will say, oh, he's going to take Nikki Haley. I don't think so. Of course, he probably will be the dream candidate for five, for uh, the deep state. You're thinking too much. You're making it complicated. One bullet, civil war. Yeah. Who's who in the zoo? Don't diddly. It don't mean diddly. See, one of the things that you have to do is when you're when you are analyzing complex things like the Bible, you have to simplify them, or you will fail. You'll get distracted about things like prophecies that are talking about things that happened before the earth was the earth. There are large portions of the minor prophets in the Old Testament that are not talking about the times that uh, that we're in right now. People forget. The, the, the earth isn't going away after no. Armageddon. Jesus, you know, the New Jerusalem, which is almost the size of the United States, is a gigantic cube, and it's going to come down from space. Everybody's going to be like, it's aliens! <laughs> okay? And even Chuck Misery used to say, our Bible is extraterrestrial. And he's right. He's right. What would you think if you were an unbeliever and you were on the earth and you saw this gigantic cube coming down from the sky? You'd be like, oh, no, it's the Borg. After all the stuff we've been through, it's the doggone Borg. <laughs> yeah, that yes, could be a possibility if I had seen, uh, let's say, uh, Star Trek uh, Next Generation or Star oh, Trek. No, no, if you have seen- no, you haven't seen Lucius and uh, the whole Borg thing. You got to go watch it. It's good. Yes, I have seen. Uh, I have seen Star Trek: Next Generation, First Contact. In which, There's so many Star uh, Trek. There, yeah. What are there like a hundred different Star Trek series now? Yeah. I mean, it's just like impossible to keep track of it. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, one of the last I, I, was Discovery, I, I, and that was Vogue. So they can they went woke with uh, Star Trek. So we have been not watching the new uh, the new ones because of this woke uh, intra intersexual BS. What they try to put into to put into. So we haven't not seen the new woke uh, the new uh, uh, Star Trek. For us, the real Star Trek is the original. Uh, the next generation and Voyager, and for us, anything that comes after that, especially from 2016 onwards, for us, doesn't count as part of the canon, if you like, especially <laughs> with this vote, vokeness. It's so, the Star Trek canon. I found the new book of the Apocrypha in the Dead Sea Scrolls. It's called Star Trek. <laughs> funny. Hilarious. I wonder if and aliens are it, it, it says Bible that our Lord God 
bow, bows the heavens. You know what that is, don't you? Yes. Yes. If I you wonder bow, if aliens would... Tell me. Tell me. If you know what it is, tell me. Don't just say yes. Tell me. What does it mean when God bows the heavens? It creates everything. So, including all the aliens. All right. Listen, you're going to have to go back to kindergarten Star Trek. Okay. Warp speed. Warp. Why is it called warp? Because you're warping the fabric of space. You are bending it like a carpet that's being installed. When you warp it, you can cut, take a shortcut from right straight through and end up on the other side of, um, uh, you know. In a very short time. Right. Right. Well, that's why they call it warp. Warp. Okay, so then when God, when, it, when the Bible says the Lord God bows the heavens, he's warping the heavens so that he's one, when he is in this hologram, he's moving around freely at, at warp speed. Okay, but that's him manifesting. Look, go back to when Sarai was in the tent. Remember when Sarai was in the tent? Who was outside of the tent? Talking to Abraham. You know? Well, it's God. And, God okay. manifest in a man's body, and he was hanging out with some men angels, and they were outside, and he was talking to Abraham and saying that you're going to have a kid. And Syria or it was going like, giggle, 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 and it made the Lord mad. Go back and read it. Go ahead. I dare you. Those are the verses I love the most. The ones that defy okay. reality. The ones that make you go, wait a minute. <laughs> okay? I love those yes. Bible verses. I will look them up for next time. So you, that, uh, that's You'll have to. The thing, no, I think we still got, no, yeah, I will not. We never know, of course, when the time comes, so... It could be tomorrow, next day, or even an hour. Yeah, only God knows the real time. No was God inside of Ezekiel? Was God inside Say of again? Ezekiel's wheel? Was our Heavenly Father inside of Ezekiel's wheel? Mm. Was he? Bible Not says sure. he was. Well, he was. Okay. Had the, yeah, God the Bible says, yes. Yeah. What was he doing and that for? If the Bible says that he should be inside of why did Solomon, the wheel. Why did Solomon for God to inhabit? Yeah, was. <laughs> I'm telling you. But, you know, and then people get all bent out of shape when you tell them that heaven is a planet. And they're like, oh, I have a planet. Well, well, then you might want to have a conversation with Solomon. <laughs> you know, it's like, whatever. I mean, it's like, why is it so hard to believe what the Bible says? People really struggle with this stuff. I love it. I love it. It makes me love God even more than I already love him. I love it. It's awesome. Praise Jesus. This is incredible. But you've got to also understand, we live in a hologram. If you don't understand that we're in a hologram, just like Einstein said, we live in a hologram, albeit a very convincing one. 
quantum mechanics, quantum physics. Yes. If you do not understand particle physics, you do not understand that we are in a hologram. Now, do you think where because God lives is a hologram? Yeah. Do you think God lives as a hologram? I don't think so. You know why? Because mm-hmm. the Bible says that where we are right now is temporal, and eternity is not temporal. This is temporary. So when God destroys yeah. the heavens and the earth, what is he actually referring to? Could he be referring to this hologram? Why would he destroy well, the, air, yeah. the, the the glorified part of the universes? That'd be kind of silly, wouldn't it? Ah, because he will rebuild everything from you. <laughs> At least the part that has been corrupted. Well, it says the heavens and the earth. That's a little bit ambiguous. Yeah. It is. Not it really, really is. because two, not really, because Satan was able to convince also a high portion of the what we call alien races out there to uh, walk with him. That was before the fall, and that is, bro. And, that was before yeah, the fall. Yes. Well, yes. back then, all, Satan was back then. It was not a hologram. The hologram was created as a containment zone for us right now because we have to go through this stuff, and Jesus had to come to save us. Okay, that, you know, the, and Satan yeah, is trapped here in sort of Aliens still operate on the physical level with humans up till present day. But still continue as well. Well, so, what we don't know absolutely for sure, though, what we really don't know absolutely for sure is who's who. You, we, there may be those entities out there that believe they're benevolent, but they're still still cursed. They're still I have cursed. Met, I have so, seen experience so well. Yeah, the negative ones, and I have also experienced the ones that are more neutral or more positive. If that makes sense. Sure. Sure. So, but but yeah, uh, Lucifer was able to convince a high number of other beings outside of the human race, uh, yeah, to walk with him. And uh, yeah, one of the his uh, intergalactic super soldiers are the Dracos. But yeah, they will lose uh, when the battle finally will come to an end. They will be on the losing uh, end, no matter what they think. Question also is how many on the inside, how many of the uh, inner earth races has also fallen for Satan? Because the earth is also populated on the inside, as I have found out. When I went in, uh, inside with yeah. Queen Elizabeth and a few others, one word. and I met... Vril. Yeah? I got one word for you. Vril. V-R-I-L. That's your answer. When you study Vril... I know what it is. You, yes, then, then you know that's Satan, that they are evil. Okay, so those yeah. entities... Look. Look, look, when you when you got uh you know, uh who is it? What is the name of that band that does um Shambhala? Uh, it's talking about the uh, 
talking about the inner earth. Oh, gosh, who was that? Um, I tried to think. Oh. Okay, hold on. I'll look because it up on the Internet. I'll try hold to on a second. To find um, uh, oh, Three Dog Night. Remember that? I can't say that. Well, I'll get in trouble. I'll I'll surely get in trouble. Shambhala, 1975. Um, Oh, man, I want to play it, but I can't. Dagnabbit. That's talking about the inner earth, man. So is Vril. Vril's all inner earth. The Nagas are inner earth. The Nagas are inner earth. Yeah, the reptilians that uh, were 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 slaughtering the Los Thirty Three miners in Chile, they were inner earth. The yeah. uh, underground uh, 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 reptilians underneath the um, underneath Los Angeles, they're inner earth. Now they're not deep. The one like- that the one that I met in I was about eight years old the first time, and that was under the portal. Was a portal under. Uh, castle of one of the Queen's castle, Balmoral, uh, was with Queen Elizabeth, my genetic mother, and three other adults with us and two other kids. And we ended up in the inner earth and we met a race of Nordic, Scandinavian by the look and by the sound, how they talk. And they were over 16 foot tall but certainly make to look us very small, tiny in comparison. And so, yeah, they were Nordic uh, beings. With, uh, well, red, okay, so, so, so let's put two and two together. Queen, Balmore, Underground. Balmore. Saint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't really have to wander and say, gee, I wonder if these are the good guys or the bad guys. No, man. No, <laughs> you know? no like, this is how we know. Okay, so let me let, let me just make this one point just to kind of wrap up ribbon on yeah. this concept. This is critical thinking. This is basic critical thinking. How do we know that what Israel is doing right now is satanic? Because a nine-foot – okay, let me answer the question, and then I'll close. Because a nine-foot-tall Draco reptilian named Hillary Clinton is voting fervently for them to continue the war. Case closed. Jury dismissed. Everybody go home. It's over. It's done. Take a bit. Trudeau is for it. Trudeau is for it. Hillary's for it. All these, you know, entities from the bowels of Sheol are all voting for this to occur. They want it to happen. When you know that these entities are voting for it to happen and they're telling everybody, let's do it, let's do it, guess what? Why don't you just put Satan's head on top of Hillary and have him point over and say, keep on going, level Gaza. Come on. Do you, think you don't really if, have do to you think, think that hard about it. No. Do you think if Trump comes in, that things will change? In I think they're going to take for it. Israel. I, okay. I was trying to make the point earlier. Would you, after spending billions of dollars, 
after having the Antichrist talking in a little microphone like a puppet with a guy that poops his pants running around the West Wing? Come on. Think about it. They've come this far. They're freaking out. They yeah. don't – they're trying to do everything they can to stop him from making it, but he's going to make it. He's going to make it. And then then here's the thing. Tick, tock, tick, tock. Every second that he is in that every second in that chair, every second he is the president, he is going to be destroying and tearing down everything they've built. Do you think? Do you think they're going to let him do it? No, the chance is small. Have you have you ever seen the shooter? Have you ever seen it? It's called Shooter. I've seen the TV series. A okay, well, the very, series. very first episode, the very, very first episode of the series entitled Shooter has a guy that ends up getting set up by the CIA or something. But that's yeah. beside the point. It's a good series. It has a, has a scene in there. It has a scene in there where from approximately a mile away, he lands the bullet on the head of the person he was shooting from a mile away. It certainly yeah. looked like it was that. Now, if it wasn't quite a mile, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know if they actually say exactly how far back he was, but he was way, 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 way back. If Do you I think recall that the, the series, also the name what? Ukraine was mentioned in the series. Was or it? Unless it was second season. There was also mentioned the name Ukraine in the series. Unless it was the second be... season. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, it was a good series, I must say, from 2017 or 2018. Yeah. When yeah. It, it, all, all yeah, it started to get... The second season started to get drag a little bit. I mean, how long can you drag on this concept of a guy and his wife running away. You know, it just, it kind of, for me, it yeah. drug. The season was really, really good. But then it was like the writers were having a hard time figuring out what to do. <laughs> you know? I know. It started to get wonky. It, it, it is hard to top the season one because that was well, a good thing. Well, that was the the same. It was the same deal with Jericho. The first season of Jericho was incredible. The second season was pretty good about halfway through, and then it started to get a little, you know, it's like, eh, I don't know. Jericho, it's a Maybe series I have to sign. look up. <laughs> Whatever. I've not seen uh, it uh, by the series, but... but yeah, you know, I always... Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Do you, who do you think, then, that uh, Trump will choose an advice? I don't think it matters. Do you also think that Vice will be killed as well? If he is a pro MAGA? I think you're missing the point. I think you're missing the point. Okay. Try to envision it like this. The bullet hits Trump. And hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands, possibly three, four, five, ten million people grab their armories and go to the streets. Yes. 
The problem is we're not envisioning things properly. We're asking ourselves questions that are utterly irrelevant, like, gee, I wonder who his running mate's going to be because that person's going to become the president. No, they're not. I see what we you mean, yes. We are not appropriately imagining what is going to happen and the magnitude of the horror. We are not imagining the death. We are not imagining the millions of dead bodies of children laying in, and, and adults laying in the streets, houses on fire, churches on fire, explosions everywhere. Yeah. You think the BLM protests were interesting? Let me tell you something. That was a dress rehearsal. What's going to happen after that happens is going to be unbelievable. Every militia that has been out there Practicing for the last 40 years is going to come forward. They're going to be in the streets. Every Christian who thinks they're a Christian is going to be out there with their armories, and it is going to be absolutely unbelievable. This country is going to catch on fire. Yeah. And no one's going to care who the vice president was. Even if somebody picked up the microphone, they'd probably shoot him. So at the end of the day, it's game over. And the only thing they're going to be able to do is institute martial law and start gunning people down. They're going to have to shoot more people than the people are shooting, if you can imagine that. Yes. And also, now it would make sense, another thing, the Democrats and also the deep state GOPers, of the one-party state has now brought a law in, I think, in order to make immigrants part of the military, because when they are going to be part of the military, they can be sent in to kill American civilians. That's a great point, because um, that is such a great point, because it was said back in the 70s, because my mom thought the apocalypse was around the corner at first, but they used to talk about that. They said that it was that they were going to bring in foreign troops to control the United States because the foreign troops would have no problem killing Americans. But it's going to be worse than that. No, and they, and they have offered now in, in this new law that they are now trying to implement, the Uni Party has now said if foreigners that come in as illegals, if they join the military, they also get done their national citizenship, but of course it doesn't. It probably will not come that far because when they can kill uh, Trump, as you already mentioned, and it will be mayhem. So those people that came into the army will be sent out uh, to uh, quell the uh, the explosion of violence, and those people that don't have ties to the United States. They come from areas with a lot of civil war and all the other crap that they have witnessed. They have no compunction, if necessary, yeah. to kill Americans. That's true. In comparison, <clears throat> that true. In comparison to someone oh, that on, is born and raised for generations. Missing something really important. You're missing something very, very important. Okay. Here's the thing. How do you reduce a population from 8 billion to 500 million? You have to get them to kill each other. They're not going to stop. They're not going to stop anyone from killing anybody. They want the people to kill each other. 
They hunger yeah. and thirst. They adore the idea of American people killing each other. They really don't care. And when the Chinese move in on the United States, they're coming to collect a debt because they already own a large part of this country, including much of the national parks. They probably own two-thirds of the United States, if maybe not more now. So, yeah, Yeah, that's... There's going to be a lot of bloodshed. It's going to be bad. The whole world's going to be looking at it. But it'll be like Ken Peters' vision. Look, and here's the other thing. Shortly after Ken Peters saw the United Nations vehicles there, because he didn't know what a Humvee was, and he was like, oh, and then he saw the UN thing, and he was like, oh, you know, he tried to piece it together. But, you know, it wasn't too long after that 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 he uh, was standing in line to see the Mark of the Beast being handed out. Okay, so he actually saw it. He saw the Grim Reaper-looking dudes that were chopping off people's heads. You know, they, they are going to give you a choice. But you can, by, by looking at Ken Peters' vision, you know, his vision of the tribulation and, and piecing that together against the backdrop of Trump, the backdrop of what's going to happen, the backdrop of the Civil War, the backdrop of total chaos, anarchy, and let me tell you something. The word insurrection is going to take on a whole new meaning. There are approximately, if I, if my guesstimation is correct, if my, if my reading serves me well, approximately 130 million MAGA Trumpers. How many of them do you think have guns? I can tell you as a fact that my sister's church has people in the congregation packing guns. Now, I know this because she told me. She thinks it's okay. And I asked her, what do you need a gun for? You got the power in the name of Jesus. See, I don't understand it. You know, People don't understand the Bible. They don't understand. They don't get it. They just don't get it. And Satan is capitalizing on it. He knows they don't get it. He knows it. You know, there is a saying, who pick up the sword, dies by the sword. So when you pick up a weapon, then most likely you will die by, die by it from someone else. To put it in translation. John 16, John 16, 2, I think it is. They will kick you out of the synagogues, which are churches. They will kick you out of the synagogues. Yes, there will come a time that they kill you and think that they have done God a service. But they do this because they do not know the Father nor me. That is the word love. Love. Any Christian that picks up a gun does not understand the word love. They don't. Thank God I have no weapons. I know, right? Same here. I wasn't even allowed to keep my stun gun or my pepper spray. I had to throw that away. The only thing I got is an airsoft. uh, I got an airsoft um, pistol so I can shoot Klaus Schwab up there on the wall once in a while. (laughs) Makes me feel good. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Make sure that he doesn't. Hey, look, I already know he's a reptilian, so I ain't so worried about that. You know. 
I can, as far as I know, I can. Huh? Make sure that he doesn't shapeshift in a nine foot reptilian. That be the red eye. Oh, he does that. If he does that, Homestead's going to be boogieing out the front door with my dogs. <laughs> I'm going to be like, okay, I'm out of here. I'll be like Snagglepuss. I, 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 saw, I, I saw him shape here, so. But that was before then, of course. He was known in the public as Klaus Swapit, uh, but was it the World Economic Forum? Because, yeah, of course, well, you know, for me, it's only in the public eye, eye for the last, what is it, six, seven years? In the public eye, the, the name of the World Economic Forum. Oh, I don't know any of that okay. stuff, and I don't care about that stuff. I'm, I'm no, keeping, see, when you're, you're looking at 300 pieces of data points, you can't spend too much time studying any one thing. No, I I'm watching. I'm, I'm watching aliens. I'm watching interdimensional beings. Uh, dude, I've got a thousand things I watch. I monitor everything, and then I analyze it against the Bible, and then I consider what has to happen in order for the end game to occur. So no, I don't know any details about the WEF. I don't care about it. Okay, it, to me, it, it, if somebody else wants to study that, I mean, I know the information is available on the internet, but I just don't really care about it. To me, it's the represent. It's the let's call it the steering committee for Satan's agenda. How about that? Yeah, that's what it is. It's the steering committee for Satan's agenda. That's why I call it the global. Satanic crime syndicate. He was ordered by his uh, teacher, Henry Kissinger, to set up this World Economic Forum. Of course, part of the reason was to take the wind out of the sails for the Bilderberg Group in the future, because they, uh, the World Economic Forum became now more in the limelight, so that uh, the light is taken away from the Bilderberg Group that you hear hardly anything about. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's part of the reason why it was set up. And he proudly even said in the interview that he is proud how his organization has infiltrated on every level most of the Western democracies. Because they're mainly focusing on the Western democracies. And right. so... Mm-hmm. It's all biblical. Yeah, everything you're saying is so. hundred percent. He was he was he, he was proud of it. How his organization, on every level, from local, state to federal governments, their people has infiltrated all those things, and their policies are implemented, including what right. they plan in the 15-minute cities, and that is why we right. have uh, the electric uh, electric cars. Yeah, with Elon Musk as one of the main uh, hey. creators. Robert, Robert, you're going down a yeah. rabbit hole. You're going down a rabbit hole <laughs> two minutes before the end of the show, brother, and I got to get up okay. and deal with another. Bro, I will know. you please? Um, All right. I always have a good time, you know, kicking stuff back back and forth, and I always learn stuff every single time you come on the program. Um, All right, uh, okay. And I, oh, it's I awesome. also learn from um, you, so... Oh, yeah, no, I, I mean, if you don't look, kick the... I will, I, 
I will take a look also at the series that you mentioned, but was it Jericho? I haven't seen it, so I will take I just a, got look. The I will a look it up. Say Live, the live feed drops. The live feed drops in T minus. All right. Okay, uh, I will 30, do it for you. 60 plus 15. All right. Okay, Lord Jesus Christ, I come before you uh, on uh, my on behalf of myself, Robert, and my fellow podcasters here, like uh, John, and I ask you to keep him under protection, keep uh, his assistant Nancy under protection. I ask you to keep the eyes and ears open of everyone that is listening to the podcast. And I want to say to every survivor out there that are listening, if you need help, go online. Go to brightministry.com and you will find the help if you need for counseling and coaching. And Lord Jesus Christ, I ask you to keep everyone safe out there till it is your final time to come, Lord Jesus Christ, in your holy and sacred name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. No, thank you so much, Robert, for joining us. Like I said, I really love kicking these things back and forth. Um, I think it's exciting. I always learn things from you, and I think it's uh, it's mutual, and it also yeah. allows the folks listening to the show uh, to um, to think, you know, to think more than just uh, on a surface level, and to consider what is most likely going to happen in the days ahead. We just don't know exactly when, praise God. But thank you so much for joining us tonight. God bless you all. We will see you Friday night at 7 p.m. for the prayer vigil, Lord willing. Thank you, Robert. God bless you, brothers. You're welcome. Thank you.
Yeah. Mm-hmm.